the 200th episode of the Firmware Update. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm one of your hosts, Malcolm Spinetti. <laughs> and joining me on this celebratory episode of the Firmware Update, as me and Joe celebrate 20 years strong in the Firmware Update. <laughs> That's not how that works out. <laughs> it's the... T- 200th anniversary <laughs> of the firmware update and you he spoiled the reveal already with tyler's here anyway folks thank you. i couldn't keep it <laughs> in. i tried to not laugh at that joining us founding member of the firmware update and and running a, a fantastic new podcast which i believe is called nerd cult is that correct it is, yes, it is called the Nerd Cult. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the buzz. Uh, not a problem, Tyler Lee. How you been, bro? I have been good and very busy. How have you guys been? Obviously, doing quite well. Two hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we should be in jail. We should. Uh, <laughs> we should be put in jail for this. Just... <laughs> like, like, we've recorded too much of this, and no one should be allowed to record what we do 200 times. Like, how are we still recording this every single two weeks? And why do oh, people man. still message us asking how to do a firmware update on their cell phone? That's not what this show is about. <laughs> That's how you know that the internet is still free, is that we haven't been taken down by anybody yet uh, for, for this. Mm-hmm. I still because you guys will be the first thing to go. Yeah, absolutely. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it feels like just yesterday us three were working at a well-run ship called PlayStation University. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's half right. You well, got half of that right. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's not even. This is not even two hundred episodes because that's twenty-seven episodes of that that we did before we we started this podcast, the firmware update over there. It was PlayStation Underground. Really, Radio. we just really we just changed the name. Yeah, but then I mean, but we did reboot the numbering of it. So yeah, that, we that, did. That's how I sold Joe on the name change. Like we can do like episode one point seven one, just like a firmware update. And his eyes lit up, folks. It was it's like, oh my god, think when we get to episode two hundred, it'll be two point oh. It'll be great. And, <laughs> well, a dream came true today, folks. As we, are, as we are at that number. And as with and any new... And that's, and that's it. This is the last episode of the firmware. Update, ladies <laughs> welcome, and gentlemen. Welcome to the final episode. Uh, because as any good uh, new rounding up of, to a single number, uh, we're now pivoting to video. Uh, that's not true. We don't have the resources or the ability. To. <laughs> <That's not true. laughs> we could always just slum it and just put like uh, the still shot of our logo and then the audio in the background. But that's how we did it when I was on. We were on YouTube for a cup of coffee back there. Yeah, like you say, slumming it. That's literally what we put. We put the nerd cult on YouTube as well, and that's all. Yeah, that's Malcolm. what we do. So, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Tyler gets to live this dream all over again on his show. That's some decorum. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, I forgot. It's a uh, super fun uh, editing a podcast. There's no headache whatsoever. It feels like it was just yesterday, like, I was trying to convince Joe, like, Joe, you know, hard to believe, but he thought it was a dumb idea and didn't want to do it at first, but finally convinced him. Tyler was like, yeah, sure, I'm here. Let's do it. And and I remember sitting right. Yep. Right when I graduated from college. I don't have a job right now. Sure. Why not? (laughs) And I remember that first episode because I had done a few podcasts. This was your guys' first podcast, if I recall. And, oh uh, no! Oh no! No no! This 
This was my second podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Right, well, uh, I did like I did like six episodes of another one. So, well, there technically, you. the firmware update would be my second podcast. This was my first <laughs> successful podcast. With, <laughs> yeah, is that? But, but I sat you down and like it's going to be awkward at first. We're pretty much talking for the first time. Just go with it. Have fun. Well, so that was the first time I've heard your voice. Oh. Oh. Wow, you sound weird. You know, this is also <laughs> after, I believe my introduction to Malcolm was him throwing shade at my El Shaddai review. Because uh-huh. on PlayStation oh, yeah. University. Well, it was El Shaddai, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, man. Hey, also, remember El Shaddai? Because <laughs> it's literally just Tyler and nobody else. Yeah, they're, they're... Gave, that a B, gave that a B plus, I believe. <laughs> Fuck that grade oh, right man. there. <laughs> I I played that game. It's like, wow, what 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 the fuck is this? Like, I it, had I had I had to give respect to Malcolm though, because the first time we talked, I, I made that joke and I said, "Hey, yeah, the first interaction was you just kind of throwing shade at my review." And Malcolm immediately was like, "Oh, I wasn't saying like you were wrong. I was just giving my opinion on the on the thing. I wasn't saying your review was wrong. I was like, oh, okay, so he's not going to be a dick to me. Cool, <laughs> cool. Oh yeah, could have been either way. See, you don't go right into El Shatai into that joke. No, you, you, you wait. You wait six you wait years six to make that. Six years joke. and two hundred episodes, you, and then bring that back. You, you let it simmer to like a fine, fine, crispy crust, and then you bite into that one right there. But seriously, that was an awful game, and I can't believe you gave it a B. Anyway, uh, <laughs> have you gone back <laughs> to both. that game out of curiosity? I I went back to it about a year or two later. And... No way. I still had fun with it, but it's still like the flaws I mentioned in the review were still there. So you know, like th- there's only one there's one part that I remember from that playthrough, and that's the one boss fight where the boss is dancing in front of the screen, and you have to like figure out like you're he's like in front of the screen dancing. Meanwhile, you're fighting all his henchmen, and you can't see the screen because he's dancing in front of it, and uh, he doesn't speak. Well, it- <laughs> it was just i mean really el shaddai was just i mean i don't know if you know this but it was really just a video game adaptation of of the thriller video <laughs> kind of feels that way and uh i remember also the save point was this one angel with a cell phone and like whenever you would save he would just cast shade on you he was like yeah i can't believe he's still alive either he really sucks here <laughs> <laughs> it's like he cast shade on you. Not a D and D spell. He would literally just like talk bad about you. So. <laughs> what a great game! Yeah, fuck you, Lucius Jesus, or whatever the guy's name was. Well, going going back to an going back to an old game is a lot better than uh, as fellow writers. I'm sure you'll you'll agree with me. Uh, going back and reading my old review of that game. Oh yeah, <laughs> going back to some old reviews sometimes is like man, woof. <laughs> Well, when you can go back to those old reviews, eh, Joe? Yeah, I do, I, do, I do have to dig into my Google Docs to be able to read any of my old reviews because they're not on the internet anymore where I, I published I them. I think I lost all of all of them. Basically, anything that isn't published directly on thefirmup.com, uh, this podcast on website, uh, is gone because PlayStation University is gone. Uh, Front Towards Gamer isn't gone, but they nuked all of our writing. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I get reminded of that every day. Facebook <laughs> wants to remind me of things that I did years ago. And then there's that two-year thing of where I just posted stuff that I wrote. And now it's just blank shit <laughs> that I yeah. can't get to anymore. 
Yeah, and StealthyBox.com is gone. So it's like, all right, great. Fantastic. 99% of what I've written on the internet is just not there. (laughs) Awesome. So glad I I don't have my portfolio anymore. Thank you, internet. (laughs) Front Towards Gamer really imploded now that I look back on it. Jesus Christ. Oh my god! I, I, Front I, towards gamer did, but I'll give him props. Operation Supply Drops popular. Oh yeah, of course. Apparently, it's pretty easy to become CEO CEO of that company too. My heart <laughs> dropped a little bit when I heard when I when I when I actually heard uh, Operation Supply Drop on one of my on my favorite podcasts, My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is a highly popular podcast with the yes. McElroy brothers. Like, yeah, and one I of the heard, most and I heard them talking about it, and I was like, huh. I wonder if I made the right decision. <laughs> you did. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think I like to think so. <laughs> you made better decisions than the previous owner, that's for sure. Anyway, moving on. Oh, uh, moving on. Hey. <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, hey, it makes me smile every single time I think about that. Did I tell you I'll tell you that story <laughs> off the air. But anyway. All right. So I could sit here and reminisce with Tyler and Joe all day, but because <laughs> this is no longer a news podcast, <laughs> it's just a, it's just us patting ourselves on the back for three hours. It's a two hundredth episode. I think it's kind of allowed. <laughs> patting ourselves on the back for what? We're not sure yet. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, uh, for any listeners who have been listeners of ours for whether it be a couple episodes or the whole ride, I just want to personally say thank you. You, uh, it, it, This has been fun, and I want to say thank you also to Joe and Tyler, because it, it's been a blast. Tyler, uh, Joe has been been there. Tyler, you know, he's been with us in spirit. He's always been supportive, and then whenever we need help, he's always right there to help us. So thank you, guys. I, you know, without sounding too sappy, love you both. <laughs> Back at you. Oh. And yeah. That's as sappy as I can get. <laughs> and you know what? The most best way to show love to this show, that would be our what Patreon is, page. Heading is the most best way. <laughs> the most best way. Hey, man. It, we're 200 episodes. I can flub. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it out in post. Spoiler, there is no post for this show. I just basically throw it on. But anyway. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the firmware update. Please, or excuse me, the thir- the firm up. Joe, correct me. Is that right? Uh, Patreon.com slash the firm up. Uh, we've got some, we recently did a couple of uh, commentaries and, of course, the passive play for November. Uh, that's up. We did the commentary for Paris Games Week, uh, the PlayStation conference. That was yep. almost two hours. Uh-huh. Uh you know, we've got commentaries for the Gamescom trailer for Monster Hunter World. We've got uh, yeah. commentary for for Wolfenstein 2, uh, New Colossus, uh, gameplay videos. we got a whole lot there. Days uh, Gone, Joe's favorite game. <laughs> Days Gone. A lot of uh, games are Far- Joe's favorite game, now that I think about it. <laughs> Street Fighter V, uh, we got a com- that was a lot of fun, the commentary it's all, for... It's all Joe has is favorite games, right? <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't dislike uh, any games. Uh, Street Fighter Five. Uh, we 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 did commentary for the for the grand finals for Evo 2017. That was a lot of fun. That was actually probably my favorite one so far that we've done. The Evo one. Uh, yeah. I was surprisingly yeah. like I went into there thinking, oh, this is going to be a long 15 minutes, but it, it it was actually really back and forth, and it was actually pretty exciting. I had to give Joe credit on. Now looking back, 
we should have done what he said and just reviewed everything, but <laughs> next year, next year. It's always next year. All right, guys. Without further ado, this is kind of a big show because on top of it being our 200th episode, we also haven't done a new show in about a month. So, yeah, so uh, I tried to distill some of this stuff because otherwise, if, we, if I had actually kept everything, it's like 40 stories uh, and that'd be like five hours recording. So I purred it down a little bit um, and we'll go from there. Which, you know, after you spend two hours listening, you know, going through an entire month's worth of PlayStation 4 news only for Joe you know, six hours later to tell you, yeah, I'm going to cut most of this out. Now, you're like, that, that's great. That's great. That's, that's just... it's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite conversation to read today. <laughs> pick up my phone and, and see Malcolm quite politely just say, hey, would you guys mind looking something up for, like, the Paris conference? And for Joe, <laughs> maliciously, I feel like, yeah, come to come on and say I'll paraphrase like I won't say exactly what he said but basically like he said boy I already got the news I threw your shit out Sorry. <laughs> oh, like, buddy, paraphrasing this, like, but buddy, pretty much this, what he said like buddy the work has been done since yesterday everything you did <laughs> uh, was, I'm not gonna was... say you wasted your time but you did but, but you totally did right, which would have been a great thing to find out, I, you know, 24 hours ago. Hey, maybe even eight hours ago. I don't know. Hey. But, you know, long story short, this is why I don't help Joe. Joe's on his fucking own from now on for the next 200 episodes. That's fine. For news. Some things, some things never change. Let's say. <laughs> I say that, but I'm still going to look because Joe, Joe still misses shit. Like, so, but mm. we're going to. Anyway, Joe, what the fuck yeah. happened? Oh, a lot. Oh. <laughs> it sounded like there was a conference or something, right? Uh, yes, and again, like as I did say, we did do a commentary for that. Uh, if you want us to go pretty much blow for blow with that, uh, I would encourage you to give to our Patreon to get the full uh, the full shebang. But for here, for us on the free show, we are going to do a, a bullet point thing of uh, announcements and whatnot. Uh, so let's let's start with new game announcements uh, from Paris Games Week. I think the biggest uh, game there is that is uh, Sucker Punch's game. Uh, they kind of disappeared for a while after you know Infamous Second Son, and everyone, or at least I was wondering, it's like where the where, where, where the hell is Sucker Punch? Uh, and turns out they're they're working on this game called Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which looks awesome. It looks yeah. so good. Yeah, that that's what kicked off the show proper and. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, Tyler, had did you see the conference at all? Uh, I didn't get a chance to see the conference, but I believe I saw... I've, I've seen some stuff for uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Probably didn't say that right. Ghost uh, of Tsushima, <laughs> yes. One of uh, my favorite games. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious if you just, you know... <laughs> but no, I've seen some stuff about uh, that, and it looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it, it's based on, you know, what... Like, I'm glad that you know, for as much as I love those infamous games, I'm glad that that Sucker Punch is just doing, doing something completely different uh, because they deserve to kind of spread their wings a little bit. They they've put in the work with infamous. They deserve to to do something yeah. uh, new. If we they've shown they can do good work. So yeah, if we've learned one thing from Guerrilla Games, sometimes it's okay to let the company expand their horizons or broaden them. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
every once uh, in a while. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ignore the pun there. Uh, classic, uh, another <laughs> classic show. He hates everything. <laughs> and uh, say so, yeah. So you you play as a samurai, right? Uh, <laughs> of Japan. Joe is reading from the description on the back of the box. I'm sure, right? No. So you play like a samurai, right? <laughs> Um, it is an open world game, which is interesting. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want this exact description on the back of the box when I pick it up. So, so you play in a back, you play a samurai, right? And it's like an open world game. And... God, all right, back to Bill and Ted's bogus podcast. <laughs> oh God. Uh, just out of curiosity, I wanted to ask before Joe goes too far. How many of you thought this was Onimusha at first? Uh, I think that was just you, Malcolm. Oh, you oh, no. No, no. Nice no, no. Try, Onimusha, one of my favorite games ever. I didn't I didn't think it was Onimusha, but when I saw it, I immediately thought, this is going to give me my Onimusha fix, basically, that I've been needing for a long time. Well, you may want to play a game called Neo for that because it's kind right, of. I, I recently did, and it was it was okay. It was fun. So it, it didn't give me my own Musha fix. It, it doesn't get the coveted D that uh, <laughs> El Shaddai proudly wears. I would probably give it a. I would give it a B. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I like that Malcolm, instead of recognizing games in like the art form that they are, apparently if they if they get the same grade, that means they're the same. Thing. Yes. Instead, of recognizing them, instead of recognizing them as the individual product that they are. <laughs> so, oh, so you man. give it a B, so it must be just like El Shaddai. No, that's you know, not if how I, it works. If, yeah, if I gave Madden 18 a B, he's like, oh, so it's basically El Shaddai. Yeah, I'm right. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, if you gave Madden 18 a B, I would, be, I would respond with, so it's basically Madden 17. Like, oh, yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> and it'd be as good as El Shaddai. Yeah, I would say uh, El Shaddai is the same thing as a Madden game, absolutely. <laughs> They're indistinguishable. I don't even know what to... I don't even know if that's funny or not. I don't... <laughs> hey, when I make a joke, I don't think everyone's going to get it. I think the right people will get it. <laughs> Malcolm's like, I'm aware I could stop at the funny part. I choose not to. <laughs> Josh point out, nice. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Joe, continue. Sorry. All right, so another game that was nonstop. Uh, a highlight for me personally it was Guacamelee 2. I was about to uh, make that com- joke, yeah. <laughs> which is coming. Uh, what was the joke exactly? I don't understand. Coming uh, soonish, I believe is uh, the yeah. official statement. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's what they went with. Um, so who knows when exactly we'll actually see that? Uh, hopefully by the end of next year. Uh, but I'm pretty excited for that. Yep, a lot more chicken action, which I'm sure was a request. Yeah, because um, before the chicken being <laughs> transforming into a chicken was a power into itself, but it seems that uh, on top of the regular Metroidvania power ups that you get, uh, there are also power ups for your chicken form as well. So that's that's pretty neat. That's makes me happy. The chicken yeah, was like fifty percent of the gameplay footage and trailer. It was it was like wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I couldn't, like, I wonder if that's was the developer like, hey, we're giving you what you want, like, all happy-like, or I wonder if it was them out of spite, just like, this is what you guys bitched about, here, look at it, <laughs> look at it now. Oh, man. So that was a pleasure. Looks good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I'm sure it'll be, it looks good. And, uh, for those of you wondering, Joe asked a while ago when I reviewed Sunder, um, a, ge- a good Metroid game to play instead of Sundered, uh, probably Guacamelee 2 when it comes out. So, <laughs> yeah, Guacamelee is, is one of my favorite uh, non Metroid or Castlevania uh, games of one of those types. You don't um, say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the Lucha aesthetic. I love the whole Day of the Dead aesthetic. I love every part of it. It's it's a uh, it's. I love that it celebrates uh, that culture without making fun of it. Uh, it's great. It's good stuff. Yeah. So it's going to be great. So I'm looking forward to it. Not as much yeah. as Joe, but I'm looking forward to it. It's good. It's a solid franchise to, to follow. So what you're saying is Joe is really looking forward to this game. Joe, mm-hmm. Joe it'll probably, be, <laughs> probably be trash. That's all I'm saying. Probably, it's okay. totally trash. I'd give it a B. So. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, you know, just start cultured enough to appreciate it. That's fine. Damn it, Malcolm. I'm trying not to laugh every time you say that stupid joke, but every time you do, I laugh and I hate myself a little bit because I'm just, like, fueling the fire. It's just like, he's going to keep doing it. <laughs> Bro, I, I, I stop after, like, 17 times. Don't worry. Anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway Joe, what, what's the next game? Uh, let's see. Another announcement. Uh... Probably a higher caliber announcement, if I'm being honest. But um, Spelunky 2 was announced for PS4 as well. Uh, didn't really see that coming, personally. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of surprised that the main character dies, because he died a lot in my game, and he was still able to keep going. So it must have been <laughs> uh, But yeah. yeah, we didn't see any gameplay footage, unfortunately. But hey, it's more Spelunky 2. So. Yeah, Spelunky. That original Spelunky game is... Is aces that game is so good, um, like and like it, that really is probably still the best example of like a roguelike platformer. Uh, even all this time af- uh, after its release, um, you played a lot of Splunky there, uh, Tyler. I actually only got to play a little bit of it. The little bit I played was uh, really fun though. So any I any more of that I can get. Yeah. Um, and that was a great game on Vita as well. Wow, R.I.P. To, I mean, it hasn't officially died yet, but, we, but no, no, you're correct. Just you, but, but you come said on. it. It's a, <laughs> it's a very slow death. Like I believe they announced this might be one of the stories that they're going to continue with supporting it digitally, but there are not going to be any cartridges. But you know, the writing's on the wall. It, it's dead. I might actually get one now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna wait. It's just gonna it's gonna be forty bucks, and I'll get it. So. <laughs> I still have the 3G version of the Vita. It's like, I, I've thought about like trading in, but at this point it's like, no, I have a PlayStation show. I should have it. <laughs> for, for the one game that comes out for it every year worth playing. Yeah. Uh, and this year, what, what, what even was it this year? I forget. Undertale. Was it was, yeah, all right, that's fair. Yeah. Well, that's a good game, though. I guess if they're going to come out with one, then. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying. Well, I'm trying to think of like a new, an all new game like, rather than a port. Oh, but the, the, honestly, I, I didn't. I didn't did even I know think, the thing still existed. Well, <laughs> like I'm the, trying to think. Did anything new come out for the Vita this year? Uh, Undertale. And to be fair, Persona Four was technically a port, and Golden is like the most cherished thing on the Vita. That is a hundred percent true. I'm saying actually, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, but 
<laughs> but I'm saying around, but also also original games were coming around out for it around that time. I mean, like in 2017, did any original games come out for the Vita? I, I the last original game coming out for it that was a big deal. I remember was Severed. God, that was last year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was last year. I'm sure it'll get Duke Nukem forever at some point. So. <laughs> it could run on the Vita. Yeah. Hey, okay. remember when Borderlands 2 came out for it and it was kind of a big deal until it wasn't. I remember uh, that one day, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Pitchford. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I'll blame him. But anyway, uh, so what else got announced, buddy? Let's see. There was a game called Concrete Genie, um, where your kid who likes to make street art with his magical brush and makes living colorful creatures and whatnot, and he gets picked on at some point, and... I don't know. It was a weird trailer. I want this on the back of the box as well for the description. (laughs) I just want all of those descriptions just on the back of the box. (laughs) So you're a kid with a brush. You get bullied a lot. It might be open world. Have fun. (laughs) Uh, I actually like this trailer. Descriptions by Kyle Kinane, I feel like. (laughs) I actually did like this trailer. Uh, It felt like uh, like an 80s uh, animated movie that I would have watched back in the day. Hey, kid finds like this brush, and the crux of the game essentially is you create the graffiti. Essentially, you're following a schematic for like things like the body parts, but you're arranging them in their own unique way, and the graffiti comes alive, and it can help you explore more of the city. And uh, bullies are assholes, but that's sort of common knowledge. <laughs> and uh, it, it does look fun. I, I this will probably be I, like. I, go ahead. I did watch this cartoon. It came out in the 2000s. It was called Chalk Zone. Uh, I think I made the joke that this was Comic Zone too for a second. <laughs> yes, yeah, that would work. So. <laughs> the block. Of course, that joke is exclusive to the commentary. Uh, and, so don't recite it here. You got to uh, pay money <laughs> to hear that joke. That's, costs, that joke. If you want the real deep cuts from this episode, <laughs> I you love want that joke. Yeah. New with the. Firm uh, microtransactions are a new addition with firmware update 2.0. If you want the rest of that joke, that'll be $3. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But uh, yeah, I think this will be a a fun one. I'm guessing this will be around $20, $30 when it comes out. So, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to it. What about you, Tyler? Did you have an opinion on this one? or? I didn't have much of an opinion on this one other than from the little bit I've seen, it looks interesting is the most I could get from it, but interesting is not bad. So it's one of those ones I'm going to keep an eye out for just to see how it goes. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Um, yeah, that's definitely something I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, Do we get copying off of me? God. Not sure (laughs) if it's going to end. Not sure if it's going to end up being really my thing, but it, uh, like, I, I do appreciate what it's going for. Oh, yeah. You just ask me first from now on, Malcolm, so we can try and put a stop on Joe. Yeah, Joe can just respond with copy-paste, and then we move on. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, but yeah, this looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to Kid with a Brush, as Joe will call it, I'm sure, moving forward. <laughs> Well, it's not like they gave him a name and a backstory. That's true. That... Fucking trailer. Jesus, Malcolm. <laughs> I got my kid with a brush. But anyway. Hey. Yeah, that's a fair point. But anyway. <laughs> All right. What else happened, Joe? Uh, they announced 
also a game called The Gardens Between, which uh, was this, this interesting little thing where, uh, you know, that you you're, you play as two kids, or I, I don't know if you play as both kids or one of the two kids, or you switch between them or what the deal is, but there are two kids, uh, and they kind of traverse these weird little islands made up of, like, everyday objects that are larger than them, and they can manipulate time and stuff. It The trailer is really weird. It wasn't super clear what the game was actually about, uh, but... It looks cool. Yeah. It's essential. It looks like it's going to be bro- Brothers The Worldo edition. So yeah, it looks pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Another comparison that someone brought up was that it reminded them of that Captain Toad game that came out on Wii U a while ago. And it's like, oh, yeah. You know, if they had that music in the background as <laughs> they were playing it, it was like, oh. By the way, I. Every time I, I find him in the Mario game, it's always like, hey, buddy. Oh, I missed you, man. <laughs> it's such, he's, it's <laughs> dumb, man. Everything about that game is such a damn delight. Oh, mm. But yeah, yeah. I love Captain Toad. <laughs> he is like the most... He's essentially the most helpful character in that game. Maybe second to Cappy, to be fair. <laughs> By far the best part of that uh, Super Mario 3D World game that came out on Wii U. Oh, where yeah. Captain Toad levels. Yeah, hands down. I really dug those levels. <laughs> that, was, that was a really fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Mario games are pretty good, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what else? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> um, let's see. There were also some new trailers for stuff. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, let's start with Spider-Man. Spider-Man got a new trailer, which was Ooh. pretty dope, to say the very least. Yeah. So dope. It, it looks dope, but the only negative I can really see say about this, and this is the negative I'll give to three other games in particular, still don't know what a release date for it. And, yeah. yeah. It's like 2018-ish is still pretty much <laughs> the release date. And also, it, you know, this game is sort of in the category as like, I was sold two conferences ago. I don't need to see any more of these trailers, but right. they, there's like the launch trailer, the first trailer. Yeah, I know it's going to be good. I like it. <laughs> like... And something about Peter Parker's design, like him as Peter Parker, kind of seems off to me. Something about it that just doesn't click with me. What was the name of the previous guy who played uh, Spider-Man in the movies? Uh, Andrew Garfield. He kind of looks Andrew Garfield-ish, I feel. Yeah, something about his hair. Yeah. Something about his hair I just don't like. (laughs) And it it was interesting because it looks like there'll be levels where you control Mary Jane or you two at least have to work together in, like, bank heist and what? Well, not committing bank heist, but stopping them. (laughs) That's a turn. Oh, that's a turn. (laughs) Uh, I really hope that with Miles Morales being in that game, I hope that you could play as him as Spider-Man as well because that would be pretty good. That's DLC. I I will... I will say I'd be very interested in a Spider-Man heel turn. I wouldn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, man. What if you have to take down Peter Parker as Miles Morales? Ooh, because Peter okay. Parker decided to join... What's this guy's name? Uh, the Mr. NWO? Negative. What are we no. doing? <laughs> I mean, it could be with Mr. Negative with all that black and white. All right. So I, I, <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question here. What are the odds that they're pulling a Metal Gear Solid 2? And all we've seen actually is just a first level, and Peter Parker gets killed, and then from then on end, you're playing as Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Well, I think so. You've got that wrong because for for that to be a Metal Gear Solid two, I would have to hate who I have to play as as Snake. And if they were like Peter Parker's dead, you have to play as Miles Morales, I would say 
fucking right. <laughs> Finally, Miles Morales gets a third. Like, Peter Parker is my favorite, but I love Miles Morales. Well, oh, man. I would prefer to have at least one Spider-Man game, especially a game that looks this good with uh, Peter Parker in it. And that, then we then we can start introducing Miles Morales, you know. I I, uh, I feel like the or, or, we get, or we could just get to the better Spider-Man. No, he is not the better Spider-Man. You all right, so all right, no, <laughs> let's calm down, Joe. Yeah, it's, it's just not get crazy here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the game looks solid. I feel I feel like it's going to be a hit. I just want to know when I can fucking play it. Yeah, yeah. Big time. <laughs> I have a I have a feeling that this game, as well as the other three that we'll get to the PSX. Well, is when they'll announce when all these release dates, and that'll be the big announcement. Maybe. Um, I feel like this would be a pretty good tentpole, like, summer release for 2018. Well, uh, I would say at least two of the games in question are coming out early 2018, in which case you can't do E3 for the announcement, so when else are they going to announce it other than PSX? True. Maybe they'll pull a Sega Saturn and just say, they're already here. Uh, uh, that'd be terrible. And then the companies go under, just like Sega. Uh, that'd be ironic, wouldn't it? Where like Sega managed to sink their chances uh, by trying to out, by out, by trying to outmaneuver Sony, and then Sony would fall into that same trap <laughs> 21 years later or 22 actually, years later. Actually, you know what would be great is if, if they did that, and then the marketing director for, for Sony who made that decision gets up, and he pulls his mask off, and it was the lead marketer for Sega back in the day, and he's just <laughs> like, it was me, but... Sony! It was <laughs> me takes his mask off, and it's... it's Yu Suzuki under the mask. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's Shuhei with a chair, spray paint Sega on his back. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inside job this whole time. <laughs> spray paint a Dreamcast logo on his back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. What else got in it? What else happened? Let's see. We also got a trailer for. Let's see. God of War. Let's talk about God of War because that one looks pretty good too. Game Another game that two. looks sweet, and we don't know when we can play it. Yeah, um, I'm assuming that it will follow the the previous God of War uh, release schedule, which I, I would guesstimate that's March uh, or the first quarter. Yeah, uh, I believe. Yeah, like every God of War game has come out in March, so I don't see that why they would just change it now, especially this close to the new year. So, and they have said in, early. So, it's in my game flag queue. So, hurry it up. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 hold on to that dream that you're getting it at launch. There, <laughs> I like to think that I like to think that that betters. I have found out that betters your chances if you just put games that don't even have a release date in there, and then they look at you when it comes time. And you have a better chance, but also helps if you delete every other game in your queue except for that game. That might help yep. you out too. Yep, because I tried to get Shadow of War right when it came out, and no, that was no no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, God of War does look awesome. It does look. It's still like gameplay wise, it still looks like a Dark Souls just game. However, you can kick ass, which is the uh, difference there. Stop <laughs> getting your ass kicked. Exactly. You're you're allowed to have fun more than half of the time. And, <laughs> and I'm very interested in how they use the kid. And like Yeah. I, yeah, I hear go for it. Because before before this trailer, like I like I you know, obviously you're like it seemed like it was gonna be like this weird like escort mission, uh where it's like, Okay, you're with this kid this whole time. I didn't think you'd be so heavily involved in, in the game's combat. 
Oh yeah, you like you can actually level them up, and it's they incorporate Kratos as a dad because you teach him these new abilities, and he can do more and more in combat after you teach him and essentially level him up, so to speak. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does. And plus, Kratos still looks like he can kick the shit out of anything. So <laughs> is anybody else worried though that the fact they've given Kratos a kid and they're doing the father thing, which is cool, I like that, but is anybody else worried that? doesn't matter what you do. Kratos is going to kill this kid in the end because Kratos is a terrible person. <laughs> um, I would. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I don't it's it's unclear what direction they're taking Kratos uh, now that, you know, they've kind of rebooted the series and t- brought it to Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if if they're sticking to the Kratos as a terrible father figure or and terrible husband and terrible person in general, or if they're just kind of pivoting to to, to something a little bit less let's say awful for Kratos as a character. Well, and that's why I'm really interested. I want to see how he got to this point because at no point in any of the other God of War games would I have thought that he would have even give a shit about another person. That that Yeah, I guess we'll see how how we'll, we'll probably have to wait and see until the sex mini game in the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> to, to, the, to the, the opening the opening one and then it fast forwards like 8 years. It's like this is how this happened. <laughs> uh, now here's the kid that resulted from all those mini games. <laughs> that is kind of the hook for me like Especially considering how God of War three ended, the sex mini games. No, they, it didn't end with that. <laughs> it ended that with that if you ended the game, if you stopped playing. But yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, the only reason Malcolm plays the uh, God of War series is those mini games, just for that first five seconds in the beginning of the game. <laughs> right, it's not like because they because sh- Malcolm, Malcolm doesn't know how to access porn in any other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just got a four mini game for him. I like that. First of all, I like to point out that you really don't <laughs> see anything in the God of War games. You see more sex in the South Park games than you do in the uh, God of War games. That, that's why it's so sad, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe it's time they moved in the Witcher direction. Yeah. There we go. There. That's a game to play if you like like sex in video games and can't just go to freaking you porn or whatever for it. <laughs> to be fair, that's also a game you should play if you just like video games. So. Uh, yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah, I, guess right. I guess. God, I hate you so much, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to play games for games, uh, I guess you could do that. Yeah, what's that? Gameplay? Fun? Wow. Why would you want that? <laughs> I will say, in Tyler's defense, I recently did buy the complete edition for like nineteen ninety nine when it was on sale a few months back, so... I have been thinking about re- going back into The Witcher uh, now that I've got my PS4 Pro. Yeah, me too, actually. See, but then I'm like, I don't have another 100 hours to spare on anything. Right? Yeah, on a two-year-old have, game. you got to have a chunk of time. It's one of the best games I've played, but you got to have a chunk of time to sink into that thing. Yeah, especially when I've got a backlog of just this year's games that I still have to get to. Yeah, you need at least a good year to really play through that game, it feels like. That's I'm not a- getting... I'm just not getting swept up in anything until Monster Hunter gets here. So. Ooh, I cannot wait for that one. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Joe, what's the next game on the agenda? Uh, speaking of Monster Hunter, Shadow of Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> Got a release date. Speaking uh, of, which old, made me happy. In all this seriousness, how good did that game make? That, that, that? that good look? <laughs> uh, say, that game sentence, like... say that sentence again. Right, how good did that game look? <laughs> uh so that pretty. game looks really good that's so because pretty. i mean it's one it's it's great it's kind of funny that they've remade this game for a, a second time uh 
I will but, pay. However, I will continue to give them money if they continue. Yes, to make because this game, is, so. it is it is the type of game that deserves to be put in front of a PlayStation audience at every opportunity. Uh, so I'm not unhappy about a PS4 remaster for sure, especially once once they're like, yeah, we're not just up, we're just not doing it in 4K or whatever. We're rebuilding it from the ground up. Especially uh, after they broke my heart with the Last Guardian. I des- I deserve mm, this. I deserve Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, it's like you know what? Like how about we just replace Shadow of the Colossus instead? <laughs> and you know, what? I'm fine with that. Uh, so I'll be happy to do all of that on February 6, 2018. There you uh, go. Make it happen. Yeah, and I think that's going to be yeah, and that game will also be 39.99. So that's that's yeah. Not- I'm I'm super on board with that. That's yeah. not bad. Once again, those graphics, like, you, you thought this was just going to be an HD remaster or something. It looks like they built the game from the ground up. The graphics look yeah, that good. It, yeah, it's not like with, like, say, Metal Gear Solid Five. you know, when they 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 just uh, they just put out a pro patch for Metal Gear Solid Five, and the game <laughs> looks exactly the same, except for the fact that it's like, oh, yeah, I guess you can I'll put it in 4K if you want, but we didn't actually uprest any of the textures or the lighting or anything that it just. Sorry, I don't have a 4K TV, so. Yeah, so yeah, if you don't have a 4K TV, you're gonna see zero difference. It's like, oh, great. That's probably, <laughs> this is probably why I bought a PS4 Slim instead of a Pro, but. Yeah, it's a good call if you don't have a 4K ATV, yeah. definitely. Uh, so okay, yeah, I'm sold on Shadow as well, so can't wait for that. And that's, man, this looks good. And what else came out, Joe? Uh, let's see. We got a new trailer for The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, that did not give us any new information as far as the release window, even. Uh, not even like a 2018. Do we know if it's 2018? No, it's not like, going to come out in 2018. I, I still know. believe it's coming in 2018, but they haven't said as much. Even. Was that the Was that the trailer that sparked the controversy? Of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because that game. It was a pretty brutal trailer. Uh, that it was uncomfortable for sure. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that because yeah, that's the trailer I saw then. So yeah, I was I, yeah, we're it's kind like, of agreeing with what some people were saying. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's one way to do that. Yeah, because it's. I, I mean, on the one hand, it's like yeah, The Last of Us obviously was a violent game for sure. Um, but like it wasn't like the violence in that game wasn't like the focal point of it it was the story you know it's like and obviously brutal things happen in in this kind of environment but it's like like no one was playing the last of us is like yeah i can't wait to fuck some shit up it's like no i kind of just want to see how joel and ellie get through this yeah uh, but in but in this trailer we get torture porn and yeah uh, it was weird and, like, and and nothing no mention of like the characters we actually know like it would have yeah. been fine if there was even a little bit of context to what was happening, but it's like, yeah, like I don't know who these people are, or how they got into this situation. Like you can like, kind oh, of piece stuff. Oh, it's Negan from The Walking Dead. I get it. That's fine. Uh, I actually thought it was Days Gone for a split second there until you, I saw the protagonist was a woman. Uh, yeah, you you can kind of piece together some things here and there, but you, you, there's no real context to what's happening. Um. And as to the last, to, to the was it the, the Days Gone for conversions? Like I knew it wasn't the days, it wasn't Days Gone because the game looked much better than Days Gone does. Uh, just <laughs> it's like Days Gone looks fine, but it's like The Last of Us and what Naughty Dog can do is, is on such a way higher level that it's, it's like, a whole oh. other platform at that point. Yeah, like I like I can't believe that. Like watching this trailer, like all the you know ultra violence aside and whatnot, like that game looks unreal. Like I can't believe that they're putting that out on like on a PS4. <laughs> it's like that game looks would look good for like a PC. 
uh, and you're able to output this on a PS4. It's it's wild. Like, I'll be the odd man out here, and that that's to say that I kind of rolled my eyes when I heard this quote unquote controversy going around. Like, I. You're absolutely right about the story about The Last of Us being like the main selling point in of it, and I feel like uh, Last of Us Part Two will be no different as far as a really engaging and intriguing story. That all being said, the game was also fucking brutal too. Like it, like people died. Let's not forget that last level at the end, uh, that level where essentially Ellie was being chased by a serial killer slash potential rapist like there's a lot of uncom- discomfort in this one in, in that yeah game. but you also had 12 hours of context before that yeah that being said you know like if i have a feeling like if stuff like that makes you uncomfortable that probably last of us isn't the game you want to get i'm just saying. i don't think that i don't think that's the point though i think the point is like i'm fine with that stuff being in the game that's perfectly fine i'm fine with that scene being in the game I just think it was a little. It's weird to market the game with that. It's nearsighted of them to be like, "Hey guys, here's a new trailer. Here's one full minute of torture porn, and that's all you get." Hey, it's The Last of Us Two. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it sounds like like, am I the only one who thought that the woman was Ellie, or do you think it's somebody else? I'm pretty sure it's somebody else because like Ellie's got a oh, pretty distinct tattoo they, sleeve or whatever. They straight up uh, announced that these characters are characters we hadn't met. Okay. Yeah. Because you... like Ellie, like in that first trailer where you first see you know Ellie as an older person, it's like yeah, it's like she's also got some pretty distinct tattoo work on her that you don't see on any of these characters. So I was like, damn, Ellie's going into MMA or some shit. Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the game is Ellie, played by Ronda Rousey. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the game itself is going to be it's going to have those uncomfortable situations no yeah like yeah. I have, look I have zero yeah which like, again, yeah. I have a problem with that like I oh, have yeah, all yeah. the confidence in the world um, that Naughty Dog is going to deliver another excellent game uh, with The Last of Us Part 2 it's just a weird thing to like you know like this is the first like real look like that first trailer or the reveal of the game in the first place you know it was like a minute long uh, so this was like the very first like real look at the game and what it so it was weird to to put that particular foot forward with like, hey, uh, here's some ultra violence for some reason. It's like, okay, I guess. Like, I'm sure the game, like, it's not like the games didn't have that before. It's just a weird thing to put forward as your first real look at the game. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would even count it as the first real look at the game, only because one, we had that teaser trailer from a while ago, and it wasn't even gameplay footage. But I will give you this. Maybe ending the show on this note might not have been the best move. <laughs> yeah, like maybe not making everyone uncomfortable, <laughs> and then saying, "All right, so let's go play some games." Like, oh, good night, everybody. <laughs> hey, like, uh, I, like okay, can you give me half an hour to to, to process that instead? <laughs> maybe end with kid with a brush. I don't know. <laughs> that should have been the next trailer. <laughs> but yeah, this probably would have been a good halfway point. Like, uh, I was trying to think of, like, what to end it on. Like, maybe the ghost of Setsumi or whatever. That reveal and seeing Sucker Punch, like... The ghost of Szechuan sauce? Szechuan sauce. (laughs) (laughs) The ghost of General Gao's Chicken is going to be the most amazing game ever. (laughs) 
so fun. Hold on, let's turn. Well, hold on, let, let's rewind this, Malcolm. All the powers uh, you get are you like. You think a person is named? Based. You think the person is named the General Sellers Chicken? <laughs> Do you think the chicken part right. is part of his name? Okay, that's that's your problem with what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much that wrong with what he said. That's the, okay. That's the problem. Okay. <laughs> Joe, what's the next game? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uncomfortable trailers, Detroit Become Human also got a trailer and a release window as well. Uh, apparently, well, first, let's say that this game is coming spring of 2018. Uh, so that's at least two tentpole games uh, for Sony uh, in the first quarter of, uh, of 2018. Um, now, Joe, yeah, your, own, yes. your own dislike of this game notwithstanding. Uh-huh. Do you agree with the controversy that uh, the trailer got? With this particular one, yes. Because unlike uh-huh. with Naughty Dog, I have zero confidence in David Cage's ability to handle uh, controversial content with any sort of uh, gravity or... What? Or what? Why on Why? earth would you think that Because David sarcastically... Cage is terrible and a hack and shouldn't be getting <laughs> given so many chances to make more dribble. You really, it's, uh, you'd really it, is, uh, it is unfathomable to me that David Cage still gets more chances to make more games. The, you know, the scary part, Tyler, he still doesn't understand why we make that. He only hates everything Joe Conham repeatedly. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, David Cage is terrible and uh, okay. the worst. I really wish you'd tell me how you really feel about him. <laughs> I wish that he would just stop. All right, Tyler, same question. <laughs> Maybe a better answer. <laughs> I, got, no, I, I got nothing for that one. Um, I actually didn't. I haven't got a chance to. Uh, I haven't got a chance to see that one. I heard, so I heard a little bit about the controversy, but I don't feel comfortable like talking about it since I didn't get a chance to All right. actually view it. Well, long story short, like it's not like they show that like. They they basically did the same style of trailer they've been doing. This one focusing on an android with her with a daughter and her abusive dad, and uh, it sh- it did that thing where it shows all the possible scenarios that could played out. One of them is the dad killing the daughter. Now, unlike uh, say the Last of Us Part Two trailer, you don't actually see the dad committing the act. You he you like. You hear her say, scream no, then it cuts to the robot going up the stairs, and he sees the father holding the girl's body. That's it. Like, you don't actually see the kid getting beat up or strangled or anything like that. It's just like, oh, here's one scenario where she died. That's it. It's awful. (laughs) It's awful. Uh It's terrible. All right. It's it's such... It's... I mean, one... (laughs) It just, oh god, it's so hard to even try to figure out where to begin. <laughs> um, so I'll be handling the review for this game then, is what I'm gathering. Is... Thinking you might be. <laughs> I think I might. It's... All right. With, with with the way I'm going to try and work out Joe's uh, David Cage hate with yeah, him he... after the after the show. With with the way the game is structured, where it's like, all right, you've got these different scenarios, and they can play out any number of different ways. It's like a with like whoever, like with every basically, it's like going. every. Well, do you want me to explain myself or not? Well, it's, it's like, <laughs> I'm like I'm allowed to talk about the game. Yeah, that's fair. It sounds like you're trying to give like a <laughs> I mini didn't re- stop you. <laughs> I was just saying, I, it sounds like you're trying to give it a mini review, and the game, real quick, isn't out yet. It's, it's fine. 
concern. Yeah, here. God forbid I analyze what they present to us. All right, concern. Can I, can, I, can I ask you a question? Hey, let me ask you a couple questions, Joe. Sure, absolutely. How did you feel about Heavy Rain? Quickly, like one sentence. It's bad. Heavy Rain. And okay, uh, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Beyond Two Souls. Uh, slightly less bad, but still pretty bad. Okay, I think I I think I understand everything now. I think you made your point. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, Joe. To be fair, Joe, I'm not I'm not arguing or I'm not arguing or disagreeing with you. So. I mean, on the one hand, like David Cage has gone come out to say, like with everything people ask him about this this game in particular, it's like, all right, so the androids are becoming sentient and they want to kind of be treated as equals with humans, you know, because it's like, hey. Like, we, we can't just be built for whatever and just be, you know, subservient to you. It's like, what message are you trying to convey with this uh, story, David Cage? At least it's an original story that I've never heard before ever from anything. <laughs> yes, definitely. David Cage definitely doesn't copy anything. This coming, like, I can't say anything. It's coming from a person who published a fantasy novel, and pretty sure it's pretty sure if you've read Lord of the Rings, then... <laughs> No, but the thing with David Cage is like, so what's what's your particular message with this? It's like, oh, I'm not trying to say anything. I just I'm, I just am writing something, and I have no particular message whatsoever. It's like, so you have nothing to say, <laughs> David Cage. All it's right. like, no. you're so you're a liar. So <laughs> who's a liar? No, David Cage is a liar. Yeah, Cage, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like, dude, come on. It's like you have nothing to say. Like everything has, like like. Right. Say something about your game. Don't just say, oh, I just it's a game. You know, I wrote the thing, and it's okay. good. All right. Like, Quick question. Please don't criticize or analyze it because <laughs> I have nothing to say either way. Quick question. So, what's the message in Super Mario Odyssey? Well, see, here's the thing: is that they're not trying. They're not trying to. They're they're not writing. They're not bragging about their two thousand page script for fucking Mario games. <laughs> they better cap, they capitalism. Be- will also, yes, capitalism. will soon overtake us all. <laughs> Yes, also late capitalism will kill us all. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's my particular problem with David Cage is that he just doesn't want to actually engage with people in the real conversation about his own work. It just doesn't, like, it's so hacky to me. I 100% have no problem with Joe feeling this way. So, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's entitled. I mean, to his opinion, I mean. You know. I'm not saying, I, I would never say David Cage is a, a wonderful human being, so, I mean... Okay. And as far as like this particular trailer, where like the reason people are so upset about it isn't just the fact that it depicts like you know uh, you know domestic abuse. It's just that like the fact that it's so gamified. It's like well, this like the way that he's presenting it, it implies that there is a correct way to navigate through domestic abuse. Where it's like oh, if this person just did this and this, they maybe not have gotten hurt. It's like dude, that's such a shitty thing to present uh, to a large audience like that. So like I just like I just don't trust this dude to navigate this particular part of the story or. Like, especially when they ask him about it, it's like, so why did you put this in the game anyway? It's like, oh, I didn't go out to, like, I didn't set out to write something like this. It just happened, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, so you, again, it's like, you just have nothing to say about your own work, dude. It's like, what the fuck? Like, video games are like drug sex. They just happen one day. <laughs> <laughs> like, apparently video games, he, apparently he just writes video games. I as, like it. As, I like, like that he's treading on both things that video games don't need, is video games don't need another controversy, and also video games don't need somebody coming in and saying, oh, they don't mean anything. Yeah, it's like, you, <laughs> you can't just... say anything with them. It's like, can you, can you not stand on both of those platforms that we don't need? <laughs> uh, 
All right, all right, Joe. Like someone made the comparison where it's like, yeah, David, Cage, <laughs> like David Cage and like Hideo Kojima are both like inspired by movies, like clearly, like when they write something. But the difference is that Hideo Kojima has interesting things to say about them, uh, as opposed to David Cage just straight up copying them and having nothing to say about them. So like, yeah, that's about right. I agree. With a good that. comparison, actually. <laughs> yes, thank you. I will agree. I like Kojima more, if that helps. So, okay. well, look, that's really not a. That's really not a conversation we're going to get into because I feel like it's. I don't. Well, I don't really feel like that's a conversation. That's yeah. just a. It's just a fact that you yeah, stated. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, what other games? <laughs> One talk- more question about David. Cage. Oh, okay. no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just playing. Oh, it's the uh, Final Fantasy XV's last bit of DLC. The uh, episode Ignis got a release date as well. That'll be coming December 13th, 2017. Got a fancy trailer and everything. And it looked pretty, pretty good. Yeah. This game yeah. is just still kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as we- even in oh, other platforms that we'll get into in a second, but or later. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, Ignis has got a pretty kick-ass grappling hook, and his attacks look pretty cool too. And uh, looks pretty nice how they're expanding the story there. This feels like we're still going to be talking about Final Fantasy fifteen at this time this next year. It feels like, yeah, um, especially because there's also, I mean, I guess to pull from other news later, yeah, um, why not? They're, yeah, they're also releasing that multiplayer expansion as well. Uh, pretty soon um mm-hmm. this month i believe i forget the only date that i found was november 15th in japan i don't know what the date is for for us here in america but either way very soon with that multiplayer expansion uh for the game uh so yeah there's definitely going to be much more final fantasy 15 in the near future game of the year two years in a row at firmware update <laughs> it, could, it could pull a diablo 3 it cannot welcome because <laughs> diablo 3 cannot pull diablo 3 <laughs> It, it did. It was in multiple tournaments. Oh, fine, we'll go. Fine, we'll pull, we'll say it pulled a Witcher three. Hey, it's Witcher three won. Witcher three won multiple game of the years, and then one of its expansion won game of the years. That's outrageous. To me. <laughs> hey, if you know if you played the expansion, that's a full game. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's great. But come it's on. like a hundred more hours that I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to top. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. So plus that VR thing, that fishing VR thing. Oh, so, yeah, Creatures of the Deep. So, so plenty of more Final Fantasy fifteen yet to come. Oh, yeah, and that's we're, and we're still missing one other thing that we'll talk about later, too. <laughs> oh, man. And one of the cool things about the... I'm so excited about that, too. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, and another great thing about the the episode Ignis is that they, they're highlighting the music in a way that they didn't do with the previous uh, episodes, and uh, that they brought back Yasunori Mitsuda, uh, for to to compose a lot of the music for for this DLC, uh, you know they did Chrono Trigger, uh, they did some other stuff uh, in between, uh, but yeah, definitely stuff. put that on the uh, description for this DLC right here. Did Chrono <laughs> Trigger did some other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> look, it's all just look. It's only downhill from, from Chrono Trigger. I I think that's that is way. not <laughs> true. <laughs> That's not a okay. That's not a hundred percent true. It's <laughs> only ninety percent. I mean, it was a great game. He did other stuff. Come on, I'm, <laughs> the game doesn't have to be great to have a great score. I'm just saying. <laughs> God, that's God. That's the truth. <laughs> All right. Anything else to report on uh, 
for Paris? Um, Dr. Nah. Well, I mean, well, hold on. Monster Hunter World uh, got... There uh, we go. As well, uh, there's a beta coming for PlayStation Plus exclusively uh, in December for that game. Uh, you'll be able to dress up as Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn as well, which looks Finally. pretty neat. Finally. <laughs> um, what I've been dreaming of this whole time. <laughs> and uh, did they announce their, did the release date previous to this, or was the release date uh, news for Paris Games Week? Uh, it was before that. It, okay. Yeah, January 26th, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I believe they also said, this, yeah, 26th, Dissidia also comes out, I think, like a week before or like the day after or something like that. Uh yeah, there's quite a few games coming out in January. Oh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z that comes out in January. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah I'm basically picking both of those up at the same time. It is wild to me that the most that of all those games you just listed, that a Dragon Ball Z game is the one that I'm most excited for. Right? Yeah, like, same. It's like what the fuck? I mean, I'm a Dragon. I've always been a Dragon Ball Z fan, but if you had told me that I'd be guaranteed to be buying a game before. Like long before it came out, I'd have said you're lying. No way. Made by the guys like, I... who did Guilty Gear. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's one of the selling points. Is like, oh, G- Guilty Gear and uh, what was the other one? Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. Blaze Blue. Yeah. yeah. Blaze Blue team. Like, if Hell you were to tell me that I would be excited not just for a Dragon Ball game, but a Dragon Ball fighting game, I'd have been like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> um, but man, that game looks good. That I like that we're all three getting Monster Hunter and. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Okay, so I'm that's that's some I have people to play with. Yes. Yes. I actually <laughs> am right. like developing a crew to play Monster Hunter World with too. So like some friends of mine in Vermont are getting it like, "Oh, yes, I can play with you guys now because I'm not playing World of Tanks." Sorry. <laughs> I have a yeah, I have a couple friends in uh down in Oklahoma and one friend who lives in another part of Minnesota who are like, "Monster Hunter World PS4?" Hell yeah. All right. Let's go kill shit. Oh, man. How long have we been uh, recording this episode, Malcolm? Because this is technically only the one news story out of many more to come. <laughs> we are at an hour and one minute. Awesome. All right. <laughs> only 25 more items. That's why, you have an, that's why you have an editor. Maybe if you maybe if you talked less about David Cage for two seconds. For... Well, maybe if David Cage <laughs> yes, tried to talk it, a little yes, less. Yes, because let's be honest, Malcolm, Joe's Joe's been the problem, and you and I haven't can, haven't contributed to this long-winded discussion at all. Uh, I'm glad you see it. We agree. <laughs> it's, it's all, We're on the same page it's, here. It's all Joe's fault. We agree. <laughs> uh, is there anything else on the conference, Joe? Um. No, that's that's about it. Those are the, the major bullet points. If you want to get into more nitty-gritty stuff, again, I encourage you uh, all to check out patreon.com slash the firmup, where we've got a full one hour and 48 minute commentary uh, on the full conference and the pre, and pre-show. The pre-show as well. Uh, so plenty there to wet your, wet your whistle. So uh, a quick uh, discussion, just really quick on the conference. Like There has been some people saying that, that believe it or not, their big pro- problem with this is that Sony didn't stop and talk more. The I read like, like oh, they just keep rifling through these uh, games. I wish they would stop and explain it some more. Like what? 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 Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> no. I don't have these people? Have these people ever been to a video game conference? It's like what? What year is this? What the hell? <laughs> like I mean, like, you know what I miss? I miss pie be... charts. Right. Pie charts. <laughs> Bring back pie charts. What the fuck is 
the matter with you? Well, I'm sorry. Have you ever watched a video game conference and not at least once or twice been like, wish they'd have said a little bit more about that one? That's just how it is. I mean, they can't sit there and tell you everything about everything. Like, I, I won't speak for my fellow compatriots here, but I really enjoy Sony's formula with these conferences as of late. Like, it gets you really pumped. It gets you really excited. Like, granted, yeah, I would have preferred they give the release date for the for the four major games that they keep talking about at every conference. But uh, <laughs> we got two solid new announcements, uh, and uh, the games look fantastic. So I'm, like, really happy to own a PS4, which it, in the end is what you want. I mean, <laughs> I think. Uh, what did you guys think of the conference? I thought it was strong. I thought it was a great conference. Um, I prep and appreciate the new formula they've got where it's like, all right, montage to open. Uh, some executive comes up and talks for like 90 seconds about what a great time it is to be PlayStation owner. And then they you get the fuck the, out of the way for an hour. the crab over, you can attack his weak spot. For <laughs> and, and then they get the fuck out of the way for an hour's worth of just straight up trailer after trailer. Yeah, this is based on actual Japanese history. If you flip it's the crap a... <laughs> over, you can attack us. <laughs> oh man, Ridge like... Racer. <laughs> hey, you know what? We'll, also, we'll talk about way, it forever. <laughs> by the way, we never got that fucking Ridge Racer, did we? No, we did no. not. No, no but by God, it. we got we got Genji, didn't we? God damn it! <laughs> God damn it, Kaz. Fucking Ridge Racer. Oh God, but yeah. That... The conferences, at least with Sony as of late, are much have been pretty good. And by as of late, I mean the last two years. So, yeah, you, <laughs> you don't want more talking. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Let's move on to the news. Joe, what happened over the course of the last 28 days? <laughs> uh, well, we jumped from one conference to another where we've got some information for the, the PlayStation experience coming uh, very soon. December 9th and December 10th, live from Anaheim, California. Hosted by David uh, Cage. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Keep poking him. Just keep poking him. Oh, poking God. Him. Poking that big bear. That's what you got to do on this show, buddy. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, they kind of came out to say that, all right, so we're not going to announce anything new. Uh, this PlayStation blog post uh, where they're, they're like, hmm. it's literally called, Here's the Plan. <laughs> uh, um yeah, so there's not some great A market, great A marketing team right there. Yeah. So like, just based on like the first comment on this blog post, it, it's like, all right, so there's no keynote on Saturday morning as there's been before. Um, and Sid Schumann uh, of the PlayStation blog and PlayStation PR in general, uh, he says that on Friday night we'll have a special presentation with opening remarks, special guests, and game updates to talk about. We're not calling it a showcase given that we're coming a few weeks off of Paris Games Week. But we'll have some cool content to share. Um, so maybe, I guess, temper your expectations a tiny bit uh, for what PlayStation Experience uh, will bring us. Um, I think it's going to be more in line with what Malcolm said earlier, uh, where we'll hopefully get some actual release dates for some of the stuff we've seen five times uh, in the last year and a half or so. Um, plus, yeah. uh, plus, keep in mind, there's been a few things that they've announced and haven't talked about in a long time. Like, for instance... A little game called Dreams. Yeah, that's kind of that's basically probably going to be the biggest part of the show, at least I imagine, because they haven't talked about the game seemingly for like three years. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I think they announced that alongside PlayStation Move, like, however long ago that was. And when, and jo- then- and when Joe says seemingly, he means exactly three years. <laughs> exactly that long. <laughs> Which was a while ago. Um, and they, 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 they released a short uh, teaser for Dream saying, hey, yeah, so December 9th, uh, we'll be there with this finally. Uh, so you can see what the fuck this actually is. Um, so that'll probably be the biggest part of the show, I think. Uh, and hopefully, I want, I want Joe to write the stuff on the back of boxes, and I want him to write press releases. <laughs> <laughs> get, get this shit out in front of people already. <laughs> How are you not head of marketing somewhere? <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm being 100 percent serious. I feel like you could really motivate me. Just like, why the fuck aren't we doing this yet, guys? Come on, uh, Mr. Garcia. Sorry, guys. If you could get this shit out already, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Literal years. Let's get it done. Uh, okay. What's the here? One last question. What's the over under on whether we see Final Fantasy VII remake at PSX? Uh, I feel like that's pretty close to zero. I thought they said that we're not going to see that. At least I thought I heard that they hadn't seen. Can you? Can you say a negative percentage chance? <laughs> I'm sure that's I, what it is. Yeah, because I feel like I heard pretty recently that they're like, yeah, we're going to go on the ground with this for a while until we have some actual shit to show you. It's like, oh, <laughs> so 2021. Then. <laughs> well, which, you know, I kind of appreciate. It's like, okay, don't just keep showing us the same trailer over and over. Come back when you got something. Thanks for... Oh, yeah, definitely. But Thanks it's also for... Like, Thanks for wetting my whistle, but uh, now, now come back when <laughs> yeah. you got something. Yeah, but also it's like, man, maybe they should have held on to that announcement for a couple more years. <laughs> all right, well, let's be honest. They got the reaction they wanted if you've seen all the reaction videos. I still go back and watch those because they're hilarious. Mm. But man, that was, what, three, two, two years ago? Uh-huh. Oh, God. You two and a half years ago, technically. You should have seen... I wish I was recording me and Sandra's reaction when we saw that, for Christ's sakes. Like, that that's a moment between us when they announced that. Like, we held hands, like, oh, my... Like, Sandra's like, Malcolm, that's the Moogle slide. And like, don't get excited. This could just be them. This could just be Tekken or some shit. <laughs> yep. I was watching it, like... I was watching it on my computer, just in my apartment, watching it, and I go... That's the, uh... That's the that's the train. What are we doing here? And then it's like that's a slide. What are we? I would not let myself get excited. I was just like, what's this? That's a slide. What plus, are we doing here? Plus, this looks like mid. This looks like Midgar. What's happening? Is that Barrett? I saw Barrett's gun and I went, oh god, oh shit, oh god. Oh, and you god. see the sword and plus you see yeah. the sword and you're just like fucking shit. And you see like the green uh, shit that are like, is that the live stream? And it's like. <laughs> Like no, no. My favorite reaction is if you go back and I think it's game game trailers. trailers that, yes, that, where, yeah, where they're just like they're just sitting there and they're like, what, what? And then you notice one of their guys is standing on his chair at this point, <laughs> and then when you see the sword, everybody just loses their mind. <laughs> and then they're the the best part is they lose their shit and they're like, wait, 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 th- th- this could just be a movie or something. And then they they show the word remake. And yeah. that's when they lose their shit. And the best part about that is people forget we went from that and it went straight into Shenmue three. <laughs> and they <laughs> lost their thing shit that again. Just been waiting on. Oh, that's right. We could hear about Shenmue three <laughs> and talk about those. Jesus people. God. Hopefully that comes with a pro update. <laughs> God. Or maybe people should just play Yakuza instead. 
Oh, uh, yeah, that I am solidly, solidly behind Joe on that one. People, <laughs> it's like, oh man, every time people like before Shamu Three was announced, it's like when people were clamoring for that to be, you know, announced. It's like you know, you know, they they made a pretty similar or even some would say better series of that type with Yakuza for years now, right? I've never yeah. played a better uh, moving box simulator than Shinmu. So. <laughs> oh, man. There's still Shenmue games. Like, I tried to give that game a chance, but it's like, man, this is not great. <laughs> I wasn't a biggest fan as everybody else, but I, like, I had fun playing parts of the games. I get I get the appeal. It's just not like, I can appreciate, thing. you know, during its time what it was, but it's like, coming back to it now, it's like, you guys... We're crazy. <laughs> coming, coming back. If you give me the same game, if if you the way Shinmu, if that's not you know Virtual Fighter Seven or something, then I'm not gonna play it because that's really what it would have morphed into at this point. Oh, Virtual Fighter. What's the last Virtual Fighter game to come out? Of uh, it was called Dead or Alive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those characters actual, are actually in the Virtual Fighter Five. It might have been. I know that like there a- is a Dead or Alive with the Virtual Fighter characters in there, so. Virtual Fighter used to be awesome. It was groundbreaking for its time, but for, let, for let's be time. honest, there are there are uh, there are better fighting games out there now. Uh, yeah. Um, as far as Shinmu with me, I never played it. I never, so I was never able to get into it. I never had a Dreamcast, so I missed that whole. Train. No one, no one else did either. So. <laughs> I missed that whole train entirely. However, it is funny to see a fan like. There was, like, when I was in that theater watching that press conference, there was one fan in the theater, and he absolutely lost his shit. And he was, like, the most, the loudest, most visible guy, character in that theater, theater when it went down. He was like, oh, shit! Take he my money! The, <laughs> he was also the guy who, when everybody was getting excited about Final Fantasy VII, he was mumbling under his breath that it's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Was that Joe? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, Joe, come on down like, here. I feel like one way. of the few things we have in common with Joe is he has expressed that he likes Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. It's a fine game. Okay. No Final, it's, it's no Final Fantasy thirteen, but it's a fine game. Okay, move on. I don't know. <laughs> Just... I feel like he was joking right there, but I never really know. I honestly think he just keeps it up just because he knows it pisses us off. And he's like, oh. Every now and then he'll say something completely ridiculous like that, and that's where I kind of get a hint that he's playing around. <laughs> I give it a B. I give it a solid B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this episode's going to be nine hours long. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> Uh, Joe, anything else you want to say on PSX? Uh, no, that's all we got for now until the, the thing actually happens. Just fuck David Cage! Just also, yeah, that's 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 evergreen for me, though. Yeah. Uh, evergreen. I, <laughs> in closing, Unchanging. In closing for PSX, I will say that the 100% lock is that we'll get release dates for at least Detroit and God of War. I could yeah. s- with those being early 2018, they kind of have to be. <laughs> they, they, they have to, yeah. <laughs> <There's> no... <laughs> All right, moving on, Joe. Uh, we've got some NPD numbers also for the month of September 2017. All right. Uh, um, let's see here. Uh, as far as software is concerned, uh, Destiny 2 led overall uh, software sales. Um, and not only that, was immediately the best-selling game of 2017. Uh <laughs> Third in the charts for the best-selling games in the last 12 months, 
Uh, as a result, Activision Blizzard was the top publisher in September and is now the top selling publisher of the 12, last 12 months as well. Um, so, believe it or not, Destiny 2, very popular. <laughs> uh, Literally number- nothing of what you said has surprised me. So. <laughs> That's the joke. Uh, number two was De- uh, NBA 2K18, followed by Madden NFL 18. Followed by FIFA 18, so people still like their sports, uh, turns uh, out. <laughs> uh, number five uh, overall was Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, so that's still going pretty strong uh, after debuting in August. Uh, number six is Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom, Capcom Infinite. Capcom. Uh, <laughs> number seven, uh, believe it or not, GTA 5 still in the top ten. Uh, Wasn't it like number one in September? No, uh, no, this is September. Oh, okay. Or in August <laughs> then? Or <laughs> uh, no, it hasn't been number one for a while, but it's it's oh, it's always in the top ten. Um, NHL eighteen at number eight. Uh, Breath of Zelda: Breath of the Wild at number nine, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege uh, rounding out the top ten. That game is uh, sold extremely well uh, for a very long time as well. That's kind of surprising to me. Hmm. Uh, the, the legs that Rainbow Six Siege managed to have. Um, Given the... Su- go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to round, round out the top 20 with some highlights here. We've got Metroid Sam's Returns at number 12. Uh, we've got Uncharted The Lost Legacy at number 16. And we've got uh, Crash Bandicoot The Insane Trilogy holding on at number 19. Uh, just some other highlights from the rest of the top 20. Still shocks me how well Crash is selling, my god. <laughs> uh, makes, me ha- makes me happy. Yeah. Be- between the nostalgia and the, the $40 price point, I've, I, that's a pretty easy sell for a lot of people. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I'm guessing PS4 was the top selling console too, given the success of Destiny? Negative! Switch steals another month from the PlayStation 4. Uh... Yeah, it only took them one console generation to get a good console out. I mean, so yeah, I mean, year mm. to date, yeah. <laughs> uh, year to date, the PS4 is still the uh, the the top selling uh, console uh, year to date. Uh, but yeah, the, actually, uh, <laughs> Nintendo overall has had a pretty good month with uh, the SNES Classic. Also, that counts as a hardware platform. Uh, that was actually the overall top-selling unit uh, for S- September. So. Still trying to get my hands on an SNES classic. I've got. Uh, shut up! Shut up! Sure. Uh, do you want to sell? Do you want to sell one? Why do you have three of them? Because one of them is going to my nephew for Christmas. Oh, what about the other one? The other one is the European one, and I like the how it looks, and that's. Like, how about? Re- oh, I hate you so much, so much. <laughs> I haven't even opened it. Just like looking at the box. Did you look- start just? Send me pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I forget if it was on the a Patreon episode or a normal episode we did, but I actually tried to buy one live and I just missed out on it on the air. It's like, oh! <laughs> I've tried to buy one when it first came out and I've given up in the past like a month and I figure like here in about a week I'll pick up the search again. Mm. Uh it- I don't think it's in the news, but the good news is if you're looking for a Switch, it sounds like they're going to be boosting production sometime soon. Yeah, um, yeah. If you got, if like the Switch, definitely will be the easier thing to find than, than that Super Nintendo. Um, it's also more expensive. <laughs> yeah, by a good margin, but <laughs> well, it depends. Saves money. 
Well, it depends if you're buying the SNES Classic on eBay or not. Then. No, I'm not. <laughs> not at all. Then the Switch is much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I owe it. I feel like I owe it and I should buy a Switch because I bought a damn Wii U. <laughs> I should probably buy but I should buy. I was a fan of the Wii U, but this is how I look at it. It's like I bought a Wii U. Why wouldn't I buy an actual like really good system? <laughs> and hey, I like the Wii U too. I did too, but I'm also a realist. I get it. Like I, I see what the Switch is doing, and it's that they're actually doing quite well and doing good. And the Wii U just—they never really did much with it. Did you, did Would you believe that the Wii U, uh, a system that has not been manufactured in almost a year, is is not even five years old yet? No, I still have mine. I still play shit on it, but no, I sold know. mine uh, oh, earlier. Um, I got not because I, I wanted Kart. to. I I needed the money more than I wanted. Well, to I got I got Mario Kart and Smash Bros. and that stuff doesn't really get old when people come over to play. So no, but you can get Mario Kart on the Switch. Oh, I know, and I will. That's but I you know can't get a Switch right now. So Joe, I forget. Did you get a Switch at launch, or did did it take you a little while? No, I got a Switch at launch. Okay, I was about. To... I could have never bought a system at launch. <laughs> uh, I'll. T- I know I got. My, I think I got mine before Joe, only because I went to the midnight release for it. Yeah, that's true. Because I, I, I ordered always, mine on Amazon. Always. I ordered. I pre-ordered mine on Amazon with the gray Joy-Cons, uh, and then Amazon just decided, like, "Hey, actually, you're going to get yours two weeks later." It's like, well, okay, great. Yeah, uh, I don't trust Amazon for <laughs> any kind of video game pre-orders ever at all. Uh, and I like Amazon, but I yeah. do not trust them with that. But that. But that morning. Uh, when on the day of the of the Switch launch, you know they had their they have their Prime Now service as well, where you can buy stuff and get it within like an hour. They're like, hey, yeah. we've got some Switches. I was like, okay, so let me just do that instead. <laughs> uh, so I, so I got the Neon uh, Joy-Con Switch uh, and canceled my my regular Amazon pre order. I was like, okay, there you go, it, fantastic. I don't know if you followed the story of me getting my Switch, Tyler, but it's still hysterical to me. Considering my reaction after the conference that I ended up getting a switch at launch, <laughs> I just think it's I just think it's hilarious just because you've always been the, the Nintendo downer. Oh, I still am, but I'll admit they're doing they're doing much better work now. And on top of that, GameStop had a hell of a deal where if I gave them my new 3DS and my uh, Wii U, they would let me have a switch for free. So I was like, oh, that's a bargain. Here's some. I feel games. like. <laughs> I feel like Malcolm's the person that's like he'll talk bad about Nintendo, but then if they when they have something good, he's like, I still play video games, guys. So <laughs> like, it's a good product. I'll buy it. Turns out they still make pretty good video games over there. Well, oh. to be fair, to be fair, they didn't have bad games on the Wii U. That wasn't they the didn't. There wasn't, there wasn't the Wii bad U. part about it. It's just they didn't make games. Period for it. <laughs> And the marketing for that system was so bad. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It didn't help that it looked like it was made by Fisher-Price also. I mean, also <laughs> didn't help with the confusion of, is it a Wii? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I remember that reveal. It's like, is it a controller for the Wii? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, uh, one of my earliest... One of my earliest... Re- this is technically not a review, but the earliest thing that made me believe that Nintendo had a hit on their hand... Uh, Joe actually sent me a picture of himself playing the Switch while watching a WWE pay-per-view, and just and he was just like, "Man, this is heaven." <laughs> it's like this fucking rules. Like, 
It, it was like the greatest thing of his life right there. It's like, I'm, I have everything I need now. If this like, oh, I, like, Which I don't pay-per-view to, was it? Well, it had to have been like March or April. So, well, I, like I wasn't, like, well, I give WrestleMania my full attention. So what happens in March? What was that? Fucking, not Roadblock, fucking. Uh, I, I was about to say Roadblock, actually. Is it Roadblock? Whatever it is. I think it was, I think it was Roadblock. Yeah, it would have been the one before WrestleMania. Yeah, that was Roadblock where Dean. Yeah, the one where we got the, the one where we finally got the Dean Ambrose versus Triple H match. Yep. yep. Well, no, that well, no, that was the year before that. Oh, that, that was the year before. I'm sorry. I've been out of wrestling for a little bit now. No, Fastlane. That's the one that comes. Ah, up. Fastlane. That's right. I knew it was road related. In case, in case, in case you need to know how much, how little the pay per view before WrestleMania actually matters, uh, we don't remember what the name of it is. Zero percent matters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's like, oh, like I don't have to stop playing this awesome Zelda game to watch this wrestling uh, event on my TV. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh god! But anyway, good for our wrestling podcast. Yeah. Oh, I miss our, I miss our wrestling podcast. Anyway, Joe, what else? <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, that's about it for the the MPD stuff. Unless you want to get into like actual numbers, which are always kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. Speaking of which, that's what the Sony conferences need: people coming out talking about sales numbers. And <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of sales numbers, uh, PS4 has shipped sixty seven point five million units uh, worldwide. Hooray! Uh, the only thing that that's that's kind of annoyed me about that lately is that they don't break down between like the regular PS4 and the PS4 Pro. Like I have no idea. Like well, nobody has any idea how many Pro units they've sold uh, since they launched that thing last year. Um, they always just roll it into the overall PS4 numbers. So uh, yeah, I don't know. But overall, the, the PS4, of course, has been very successful. Um, in a matter of four years, 67.5 million uh, is nothing to sneeze at at all. <laughs> uh, I love how mildly you put that. It's been pretty successful overall. We're talk- <laughs> Yeah, overall, that's, what, 17 million a year uh, almost? Yeah, so I, think, pretty good. I think they'll turn a profit this year. Yeah, I think that's maybe. Yeah, I think they're doing, doing pretty all right there. I mean, that's the only thing Sony will turn a profit in is their video game division. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be on that Venom movie, that's for sure. No, it is not. <laughs> God, why are they still going to do that? I don't <laughs> even get me started. I, I feel bad because I was the kind of person I was like, oh, cool, a Venom movie. It's going to be completely set by itself. It's not going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, fuck this. I don't want to watch this at all. No, I don't want this. I don't want this. And we cast Tom Hardy as Venom. All right, you can have my money. That's fine. <laughs> No, I'll go see it. Damn you! I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> whatever. I love Tom Hardy. Will, Tom Hardy will be your brilliant man in whatever you want him to be. <laughs> Tom uh, Hardy will make. Tom Hardy will do great in that movie, even if the movie sucks. It'll oh, be like that oh, movie was terrible. Tom Hardy oh, was pretty good though. And let it be known that movie will probably it, suck. It Tom will. Hardy will <laughs> but Tom Hardy will be just fine. Tom Hardy will be just fine in that movie. Oh God! I like uh, Tom Hardy will be fine, but that movie is going to suck. And I hate to break this to you, but the only thing that's getting my money will probably be Voodoo when I buy it digitally for like five bucks when it comes out on sale. So. <laughs> when it's on sale, at the, like six months later. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, if you look <laughs> I around, only pay, you, I only pay like six bucks to go to the movie, so it doesn't bother me. Oh. Yeah, I got to get there before eleven a.m., baby. Yep. yep. <laughs> I saw Thor for like six bucks and like six. Same. I was like, sweet, yep. awesome. That Saturday, like it opened to like Friday. Yeah, and that Saturday, too. I woke up. I was like, I'm gonna go see Thor. Six bucks. Me too. Like, uh, I, like I just bought a car and I had to get it serviced. Uh, like, and I was like, 
like in when I went in that day, like actually we're gonna be a little while before that. Like so you need to find something to do. I was like, okay, I'll go to the movies. Uh, and I watched Dora for seven bucks. I like to believe that Tyler actually says that as he enters the theater. Six bucks. <laughs> I paid more I do, for some, po- I do I paid, sometimes. I paid more for the popcorn than I did to watch the actual movie. Well, you're guaranteed to pay more for the popcorn at any movie theater. <laughs> Just, but, yeah. well, I know, but it's crazy. It's like, oh, it's eight bucks for popcorn and six eighty-seven for the actual movie. Mm. Hey, if you want to hear me talk about Thor, go check out Nerd Cult Podcast, episode it, two. Well done, <laughs> sir. Well done. <laughs> uh, Good-ass good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed Thor, too. Good-ass movie. That's my review of it, actually. <laughs> that's words That go goes on it. the poster. <laughs> you should go watch that if you haven't watched that yet. Is it funny? that I'm joking, but that would fit on that poster. This is a good-ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would. Pretty precise. All right, Joe, what's the next story? Uh, let's see. Um, not technically PlayStation news, but the Xbox One X did launch last week, uh, and its first week in the UK was pretty good. They moved 80,000 consoles uh, yeah. of the Xbox One X specifically, uh, which is a much better start than either the Nintendo Switch had in March or the PlayStation 4 Pro had. Uh for comparison's sake, the PS4 Pro launched with 50,000 units its first week uh, last November. Uh, I don't know exactly how many Switches were sold uh, when it launched early in March, but it is less than the 80,000 uh, Xbox One Xs that sold. Um, Joe, you are the worst fucking person in the entire fucking world. I just got the picture you sent me over Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> just the just a stack of the SNES Classic Editions. Just a stack of threes. Just like, here you go, Tyler. Just a little FYI. Um, this is stuff you cut out of the podcast. <laughs> this Joe making uh, me outburst. Spoiler, Malcolm will not. He will not, no. <laughs> this, this is key to the show right here. <laughs> Makes it more personal. Makes it more personal. Indeed. Oh, God. It reminds me. Remember those dark ages where we would each record an audio track and I would have to sit in my apartment trying to match everything up? Uh huh. Oh, I hate. Well, you don't, of course, but I do. I hated that with a fiery passion. Well, we did that a little bit before I before I left the show. We uh, did that a little bit. I, uh, me and on the other podcast, we do that for a backup in case something happens. So we all still do that, but we don't have to use it. But we're all so freaking paranoid. <laughs> That's not a bad thing to have sometimes. Yeah. No. Luckily, uh, we don't have to use it that often. True. All right, Joe. What's next? Uh, oh, yeah, so the PS4 Pro took four weeks to hit that 80,000 mark in the UK. Uh, four yeah. weeks? Hmm. Well, good, so, uh, good for Microsoft. It's, it's good that they're doing well. I do wonder what the longevity of this is. Like, I feel like it's like, all right, so they when they first launched the pre-orders for the Xbox One X, uh, they were very fast to see. It's like, yeah, it's the, it's the most pre-ordered Xbox console ever, uh, which is fine. That It's like, yeah, obviously there's a market for that, you know, you know, there's a hardcore, you know, like, advent or part of, of the Xbox market that's very excited for Xbox One X. And, yeah, why shouldn't they be? That that thing looks pretty good. Uh, but I do wonder how if the sales will dry up for that. Because, you know, aside from that hardcore Xbox fandom, who the fuck wants to pay $500 for an Xbox One again? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, as soon as they announce the price for that, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah that's a lot of console for 500 bucks, but... 
Five hundred bucks for an Xbox. It's, it's five hundred bucks. Yeah, it did not work the first time around. Why the fuck is it gonna work the second time around? I'm kind especially of... when they don't have any games to launch alongside it, except for Forza Seven, which launched a month ago technically. Yeah, I like that's like the only real surprise for me because it's not like they introduced a ton of new IPs with the system. It's like no, it's like that right now the marquee game for it uh, is Cuphead. what Assassin's Creed. Oh no! <laughs> like, like the showcase game for the Xbox One X right now is Assassin's Creed Origins, which, granted, looks great on the Xbox One X, but like the fact that a third-party game is kind of like leading the charge for this thing uh, doesn't bode well, I think. Hmm. So I don't know what the longevity is for the Xbox One X once the the initial wave of like very excited people get their hands on theirs. Like, then what? Yeah. I... Because, you know, after all the suckers who didn't realize they could just buy a computer that does the same thing, run out <laughs> like, I, I Well, no, to be fair, like, uh, PC World to put together, they're like, all right, so what, what can, like, what's the closest PC we can build to an Xbox One X and what would it actually cost? Like, the closest thing you get uh, in the PC market it will, will still run you, like, about 700 bucks. So it's like, yeah, they got a lot of... Okay. Hardware-wise, hardware Microsoft did a good job. No, it's an amazing console. But, uh, uh, but it's like you said, 500 bucks is a lot to put down on anything. So hmm. Yeah, and here's what Sony did, uh, transitioning and dovetailing into the next story here, uh, is that Sony UK uh, announced the PS4 Pro bundle uh, for the same price. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that bundle includes Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Gran Turismo Sport, Wipeout Omega Collection, Horizon Zero Dawn, and its expansion to Frozen Wilds. Uh, for the same four hundred and fifty uh, pounds. Fuck. Uh, Holy <laughs> yeah. <shit. laughs> so that's funny. That that's just like the equivalent of rub, you know, like waving your balls in someone's face right there. Look at it. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So it's like, yeah. Well, the PS4 Pro is not as powerful as the Xbox One X, but for the same money, you could have five really good last looking games. That's or, what it feels like to get teabagged, Microsoft. Man. Because those PlayStation... The thing about PlayStation's you know, first-party development is that they can get a lot out of any PlayStation hardware. Uh, so give them a PlayStation 4 Pro, and that, that stuff will look as good as anything they can get on the Xbox One X, I would wager. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty good. That's, that's, that's good stuff there, PSUK. Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on, uh, let's see. Uh, let's all right. Let's talk. Here's the story that Malcolm linked uh, earlier. One of the ones I did not throw out <laughs> um, is is that uh, well, all right. So some back some backstory here uh, is that with uh, in the world of Hollywood, uh, it all started with one Harvey Weinstein, where it's like, oh, they, oh it turns oh, out, God. yeah, like his <laughs> him being outed as the the serial, like, sexual <laughs> harasser son of a bitch that he is. Uh, yeah. Um, not only did it get him in hot water, but that, that empowered a lot of women across not just, you know, movies, but across all, basically all professions uh, that you can, like, whether it be, you know, um, not just, you know, not just movies, but, you know, in video games, uh, both in development studios or even news outlets. Or, even news outlets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just everywhere, really. Um, if basically, if you've been a terrible man, 
in the last... <laughs> Which apparently <laughs> there's a lot of, by the way. Yeah, it turns out that rich, powerful men are terrible, usually. Uh, Just... They're coming for you. Uh, if, if they Any, anyone you've ever liked is... Oh, it's just coming out as a terrible person. We, yeah, we learned this been with a ter- uh, Kevin and if you've Spacey been a terrible, if, if you've been a terrible person, they are coming for your ass, and you deserve it. Yeah, which they should. You deserve you deserve it hundred percent. So yeah. So one of the stories uh, in the video game space was that uh, there was some sexual harassment apparently over at Naughty Dog, uh, where a male uh, developer um, David Ballard came forward with his allegations of sexual harassment at the studio. Uh, he said that the incident, and I'm reading this from PlayStation Lifestyle, um, he said that the incident occurred in late 2015 and that his working environment became increasingly toxic due to the harasser uh, being a lead. Uh, according to Ballard, uh, when he went to Sony's PR, or Human Resources Department, uh, in February 2016, after suffering from a mental breakdown, he was fired the next day. Uh, he went on. He says that when he was then offered $20,000 to stay quiet about the ordeal, but declined the offer. Uh he says he worked twice for Naughty Dog and worked on a number of games, including Uncharted uh, 2 through 4 and The Last of Us. Um, yeah, so that sucks. Um, and as far as... <laughs> I mean, it's... I mean, it's, 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 it's I, like, I don't want to seem flippant about that, but it's like there's not much to say about that except to, like, mm-hmm. is that that's shitty and it sucks. That, and one of... And when, uh, the unfortunate part about a lot of this is that when you hear about a lot of this being reported to HR departments and the HR departments just fucking not doing anything, uh, and that includes a story coming out of IGN as well, where apparently uh, yeah, I read about this too. But, uh, yep. Where what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Vince Ingenito. Uh, apparently yeah. he he harassed someone who now works at Gamespot. Two uh, someone's. Ooh. Two some two someone's. I didn't hear about another someone. The other the other girl, uh, she didn't want to say her name because she didn't want to put her in the spotlight. Okay. Uh, today on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, but she came forward. Okay. Uh, um, or... No, uh, Alana. Uh, but Alana and a lot of other IGN employees, um, because it was a pretty similar thing too, where it's like she reported the the, the harassment apparently uh, at IGN. You know HR department and basically they laid it on her it's like where it's like oh you should be more careful about uh who you are friends with and like you shouldn't you shouldn't have your basic on. shitty answers that yeah where they made her sign an agreement saying that it's like yeah it was they made her sign something that basically put it out to be her fault and and um that if it happened again she would be fired it's like oh cool um <laughs> and as a result of that coming out the uh, ign employees i uh, a couple days ago or yesterday, I forget one exactly. Um, they all walked out basically. Um, they're like, yeah, there's and Alana, Alana Pierce, who who hosts the Daily Fix. Uh, she said uh, there won't be a Daily Fix today because a large group of IGN employees have refused to work until the company refuses a statement of apology regarding what happened to to Kaylee pa- uh, Plage. Um, and yeah, I, don't I know. Got if, a, I got a lot of respect for IGN employees for doing that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Like, there's a lot of power and solidarity for sure. Uh, and it's great to actually see that um, in effect. Um, so, yeah, um, I feel like the easiest thing in the world to do is not sexually harass somebody. <laughs> I pretty, do that. Every, it's pretty easy. I feel. I, don't, I feel, I feel like I do. I feel like I manage to do that pretty much every day. <laughs> I feel like I don't uh, even have to think about it at all, ever, yeah, at any point. Uh, Jesus Christ! What's the matter with people? 
<laughs> what is the actual matter? I don't know. I don't know if it's worse that these people do it, or that it can just be so easily covered up because people don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things you kind of learn about HR departments in general. It's like you like the natural reaction if something happens to you is is like okay you should report this to HR. But HR's job, uh, as it turns out, isn't necessarily protect you. It's to protect the company protect from the company. Yep. Like oh like how do we make sure the company doesn't get sued for something like this uh, in the event of something like this? Uh, and obviously if if those interests align with your interests, you know, then they'll help you. But if it don't, uh, ultimately what their job is to do is to protect the company, uh, which we're learning pretty much every day. Because not only in, you know, at IGN or at Sony, also in the comic book space as well. I think DC Comics has fired one of their senior editors as well. I forget his name. Uh, and it was basically the same thing where people reported his harassment and people and the hr department at dc was just like eh. <laughs> he'd been there for he'd been there for a long time too decades. i think he he was yeah, he was still he was still overseeing uh superman mm-hmm. so yeah uh i'm kind of in i didn't know that was this was going on vince ingenito who i remember from a while ago being on like several podcasts so god damn <laughs> well that's the thing is that it, that's the shitty part about it is that these 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 men take advantage of the fact that they are beloved and revered and respected and admired uh, and use that power to their or try to use it to their advantage and, and manipulate people uh, to doing what they want because they have this power. And it sucks that these are the people that that, you know, you put a lot of trust in for one reason or another. And it turns out not everyone is worthy of that trust. Yeah. And. It's coming across all over. Like, if you ever did this shit, you want to get get the fuck off the planet because people will find you now. Like, I don't know if either of you guys follow a, a YouTube channel called What Culture, uh, but I know of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was like a walkout of five key members of the group, including uh, Adam Blompier, Which, uh, to put in perspective, it. Him leaving is about on par, I would say, with like Greg Miller leaving IGN to give you guys some idea of scope. Mm-hmm. And, nice. and him, as well as the other four who were also big personalities for the site, were going to start their own channel and uh, did called uh, Cultaholic. And uh, like days before the site launched, Adam Blompier was outed for sexual harassment charges as well. So. Mm-hmm. So he well, was, you hear about? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was uh, gonna say finish. Uh, go finish yours. I, I was gonna say they still launched, but like you, they did like a YouTube video saying that he was gone from the company, and you could tell they were like fuck, because <laughs> they just lost their figurehead, and they're sort of like, oh, what do we do now? But right, I got a good a uh, good walkout story. You heard a? Uh, did you hear about the Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman? Yeah, uh-huh. with. Uh, Rhett, Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. She said she will not be in Wonder Woman two <laughs> if he's involved. And when I heard that, all I could think of is, oh shit! <laughs> you know the beautiful irony about that is that unlike her male counterparts, that were definitely given like they're like, oh yeah, these guys will definitely be the faces of our franchise. So we got to lock yeah. them down for a multi movie deal. Uh, she was not given that initial respect <laughs> to be given, you know, a multi movie no. deal. So. 
yeah, if you want this Wonder Woman, uh, who, yeah, it's who... beautiful that yeah, because you know when she was like, well, I guess I'm just not coming back for Wonder Woman too if he's not involved. You know, everybody was like, well, Brad, I guess shit. you're out because uh, <laughs> that's Wonder Woman, and yeah. in every sense of the word at this point, yeah, because because you know Brett Ratner specifically, um, like like that asshole has had you know stories come out about him over the past several years, and people just ignored it until now. Uh, because you know now's the time. Like now is definitely a time to come out. Uh, like you know, there's never like a good time to come forward uh, with something this terrible. But but the iron is definitely hot. <laughs> As, also, you know what? You don't want you don't want Wonder Woman coming after you. She'll hurt you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because one of the recent Brett Ratner stories that came out was from Ellen Page. She was talking about her terrible experience with him as a director, and I believe uh, was X Men Three. Um, yes, yeah. that's when they worked together. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Her terrible experience with him being a homophobic asshole, uh, and yeah, like it was just yeah, that guy sucks. I mean, <laughs> more, more reasons to hate that movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, on this happy news, uh, Joe, respond <laughs> to something. Yeah, hope, hopefully. In closing, fun. guys, cut it out. Seriously, knock <laughs> like, it off. Yeah. Uh, you can make some money unlocking PlayStation trophies. Hooray! <laughs> that <laughs> uh, there's a new, I guess, rewards program. I mean, it ties into the current rewards pl- program that they've got. Sony Rewards, uh, where if you now tie your PSN account to it, um, the, the 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 trophies you earn going forward uh, can be redeemed, basically. Uh, for some scratch. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's the breakdown of how the, the rewards uh, work. You get one point. Well, he, well, here's how it works. Uh, basically, you, you, you collect 1,000 points. That gets you $10 uh, in PSN credit. Uh, so how do you get 1,000 points? Well, you get one point for every silver trophy. <laughs> uh, you, get, you get 10 points for every gold trophy. Uh, and you get 100 points for every platinum trophy. Um, so you got to put in a lot of work to get just $10. I mean, it's better than nothing. You weren't getting anything before, so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's fine, I guess. But it is kind of funny how just kind of lopsided it is. It's like, oh, okay. Um, Lopsided, but it's like, okay, cool. Thanks, Sonny. I appreciate (laughs) that. Like, I didn't get anything for the trophies before, so this is cool. Yeah. Um, build up. Yeah. Some, uh, some, some things to keep in mind is that. It's it it's moving forward from when you enroll in the program. You can't like redeem your old trophies. Uh, so anything like once you start the program and you start earning trophies from there, that's when you start earning. Uh, so you can't be like, ah, oh, I've got fucking thirty button trophies. Let me let me get some of this cash. Uh, no, that's not how it's gonna work. <laughs> it's not how that's gonna work. Uh, you you, you got to put in the work after you like yeah. you you uh, yeah. link to. And then you roll in with your Sony money to the theater, and you're like, six bucks! We <laughs> um, <laughs> get down on that right there? <laughs> the hell's that one asshole talking about six bucks up there? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to watch Thor, God damn it! <laughs> How loud is he that you can hear him while you're in the screening? <laughs> <laughs> My baby <laughs> from downtown. 
someone announces your entry into the movie theater. <laughs> Six <laughs> like that'd every be a person great, who comes to that'd this. be a great wrestling name. Six, what, six bucks? bucks? Yeah, just well, announce no, like that. But it's bucks with with ten U's, so that you pronounce it that way. Six bucks. Six bucks. You know, if the young bucks. If this like, episode isn't named Six Bucks, I, 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 I'm <laughs> never doing another episode with. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's that, and it's that CKS. It's 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 ten U's and then three X's. And a Z for some reason. <laughs> I was gonna say if the Young Bucks get like four more members, then there you, there's their new name right there. <laughs> try with try with a C. Try with a K. Try with a CH. Try with a CK. Try with a W for some odd reason. I just quote comedians when I run out of funny stuff. To say, so <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a nine-hour show. All right, Joe, what's the next story? <laughs> oh, man. Would you believe that we are not even a third of the way through these stories? <laughs> I haven't even eaten yet. <laughs> uh, Sony has unveiled uh, their personal Black Friday uh, deals. Uh, of course, you know every retailer on, under the under Earth's yellow sun will have their own Black Friday things going on. Mm-hmm. That didn't uh, go as quite as well as you wanted it to, did it? <laughs> no, not quite. I kind of lost the plot there. But point is, uh, if you wanted to go into the nitty gritty on the individual retailers, I would encourage you to check out I don't know Cheap Ass Gamer. Uh, They've got a much more detailed breakdown than I can give you there. Uh, but for Sony, uh, overall, they, you know, based on their hardware, they're going to price the PlayStation 4 Slim one terabyte system at one ninety nine across all retailers. Uh, you'll be able to get PlayStation VR starting at two ninety nine uh, for all bundles. If you want to get the newly announced, say, uh, Skyrim VR uh, bundle, that is going to be three forty nine. So PlayStation VR is going to be a hundred bucks off. Uh, from November 19th through the 27th. Uh, so that's pretty good, I would say. That's not a bad deal. Not <laughs> that, bad. That's actually very tempting for me. Like, do I also jump in on this VR stuff? Um, we will have to wait and see. But uh, as well as the hardware, you can also get um, all DualShock 4 controllers at thirty nine ninety nine. That includes also the recently released translucent colors as well. Uh, so that's pretty neat. Um, they will also have a Black Friday sale on the PlayStation Store as well, where you'll be able to get deals of up to 40% off on pretty recent games, uh, including Call of Duty World War II, um, I believe, uh, South Park, uh, some other things. I haven't detailed exactly what it's going to be, but uh, uh, you can look forward to that starting on November 17th as well. Um, so pretty good times to, to get into PlayStation if you haven't done that yet. I can't imagine that anyone listening to this hasn't bought a PlayStation, but maybe you can get your buddy into it. Maybe they're just maybe they're just Vita. Maybe hey, we haven't talked about the Vita in a positive way in like two years, but yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, but those are good deals. So yeah, yeah especially the VR stuff. Um, mm. Yeah, because the VR is usually three ninety nine and then uh, four forty nine for the for anything bundling a game such as the GT Sport or the uh, Elder Scrolls. Uh, which isn't even out yet. That 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 is out in a couple of days, I believe, um, for VR. So I'm pretty intrigued by that VR stuff uh, at three forty nine, especially because mm. the Skyrim VR bundle includes the new model uh, that includes the HDR pass through with that breakout box. Um, that's important to note too. If you're if you're looking into PlayStation VR and you've got a four K HDR TV, make sure you get the something with the new model. 
Uh, otherwise, you can have to disconnect the VR every time you want to watch uh, HDR content, and that's super annoying. Mm-hmm. That's all. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see. Pretty big news on the developer front as far as EA is concerned. Uh, right after announcing that they shut down... Uh, shit, <laughs> Visceral Games. Visceral yep. Games. Uh, they have also announced now that they have bought... Respawn Entertainment, uh, oh god, the creators of Titanfall, uh, and they also announced that uh, they are working on not only a new Titanfall game, which is wild to me, <laughs> mm. um, not because those Titanfall games are bad, but because EA seemed adamant on kind of kneecapping it for no good reason. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, no, 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 mm. they did. They kneecapped the studio, got it for themselves, and now they're gonna now they're gonna put the little yeah. EA stamp on it. Yeah, and they're also going to be working on a new Star Wars game as well, uh, according to uh, to the documentation here. Uh, After destroying Visceral <laughs> and taking away theirs. Yeah, the thing about being acquired by EA is that it's not a good thing to be acquired by EA because everything that gets acquired by EA is shut down pretty soon after being acquired by I EA. I really try to stay neutral on a lot of stuff. It is really hard to find good things to say about EA. <laughs> this year? Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a nice period in 2007 when they released, you know, Mirror's Edge and Dead Space and Rock Band. It's like, wow, things are really turning around for EA creatively here. Uh, and then it all fell off a cliff. Oh, God. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Can I uh, piggyback off this story to talk about uh, Star Wars Battlefront? Uh, sure, let me pull up those stories now then while we're at it. Oh, this story. Oh, oh. I, I got the cliff notes here, if I could take point on this one, Joe. Go ahead. Okay. All right, so Star Wars Battlefront 2, which uh, we did talk about in our Pass or Play episode. Um, mm-hmm. We were you know, more or less looking forward to it, and we were also very tentative and careful with this one. Because, you know, hey, microtransactions. So this is what, what's been happening as of late. Is apparently... Imagine that this uh, there was a tremendous backlash about this game and the cost of certain things, uh, namely the special characters you can play as. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, you can unlock such characters as Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, of course, Emperor Palpatine, Leia, and Chewie. Now, what is the cost for said characters? Like for in- well, let's talk about the two in particular: Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Sixty thousand credits you need in order to unlock them now which you and you can acquire you can either buy these out these credits outright or you unlock them through gameplay correct credits yeah well you have to purchase them through credits that you get through gameplay right. now now, now per- for context malcolm do you do you have an idea of how long it would take to acquire that amount of credits. I'm glad you asked, Joe. Now, <laughs> oh, I knew he was going to respond that way. <laughs> uh, a Reddit user actually broke down how long it would take. With a typical match that you play, if you play in its entirety, you'll get roughly around 200 some odd credits. Jesus. So, <laughs> to get just oh one of God. those two top tier characters and this is if you focus specifically on getting them and didn't get any other upgrade whatsoever it would take you around 40 hours of gameplay to be able to purchase luke or darth vader or... and this is correct me if i'm wrong 
this is after paying $60 for this game. Not even if you got the deluxe edition did you get these two characters. So yes, you would have to get them. Now, to also put in perspective, the reward for beating the game is uh, 20,000 credits. So you would have to play through the entire campaign three times in order to afford one of these characters. Well, if I know a video game company's Malcolm, I would say that you get that 20,000 credits one time, and you'd probably get diminishing returns every time after that. Oh, you know, we'll get into that in a second, actually. (laughs) I, this connects. I beat Dark Souls three times and unlocked everything in that game and got a platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that in this, you might be able to unlock one of the heroes if you play <laughs> it through it three times. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there, there's more, by the way. Oh, uh, thank God. Uh, GameStop actually did a test where, where they wondered, hmm... Like, well, if we were to go through the way that EA would want you to go through, and that's by going with microtransactions and the coveted loot boxes, how how easy would it be to get to one of these characters? So, for the sake of experimentation, they dropped $100 in loot boxes. And uh, (laughs) in in case you were wondering, no, uh, I don't believe you can just unlock the character. You need to get the credits. I think so. And after dropping $100, they roughly had half the amount needed to get either Luke or Darth Vader. <laughs> Est- Hell no. Estimating they would have to spend around $260 to afford one of those said characters. Now, and there's also rumors going around. This is just a rumor that the press, like a lot of people reviewing the game, didn't have any of these issues. And there, it's being theorized that they got special copies of the game while we get the actual game. Now, EA did respond to this saying uh, such things as, well, we want it to feel like a real accomplishment when you do the work <laughs> to unlock these characters. I'll eat my entire ass. <laughs> I'll give you a spoon so you can eat my ass, EA. <laughs> this comment from EA on Reddit quickly became, and this is a fact, the most downvoted response in the history of Reddit. Now... That is the history of Reddit, and Reddit downvotes a lot of stuff. That is wild to me. Oh, oh, and there's one last... Well, there's going to be a few more things, but there is an offline mode, which a lot of people... Where you can get credits, (laughs) and there are people like, okay, well, I could just play this. Uh, Fun fact about offline mode... Uh, after you play five matches in offline mode, it ceases, and you can't play offline mode again for 14 hours. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now, Are you kidding me? Why would anybody buy this game? <laughs> oh my god! So, now, here, now here's the, the best part. The best part about this whole story. So, EA responds, and like, okay... We listen to you guys. We're your friends. We're going to help you with this. And they did drastically reduce the prices of these characters by roughly 75%. So Luke and Vader are now 15,000 credits. Uh, for those wondering, Luke, uh, excuse me, Leia, Chewie, and Emperor Palpatine were 40,000. They're now down to 10. 
And the main character of the game, this is the crazy part. The main character of the campaign costs <laughs> 20000 to unlock for the multiplayer game. She's now 5000 So I, I know what you're thinking. Well, th- this will be pretty simple. I'll be able to afford one of them just by beating the game once, right? Right? <laughs> so remember when I said when you beat the uh, campaign mode, you got 20,000 credits? They slashed that to 5,000. Oh, good. Oh, so it's, yes. So Why wouldn't you? You still need to play the game three times to unlock one. Oh, man. Fuck this game. Oh. Fuck this game. <laughs> man. Because, oh I mean, look, the first Battlefront game, or the previous Battlefront, well, the previous Battlefront game, because that's the correct way to put it. <laughs> um, the previous Battlefront game, you were able to play, you know, these special characters, you know, your Lukes, your your Vaders, your Han Solos, your Leias. Um, they were, it was a little bit more randomized, you know, like you'd like, oh, all right, you're doing well, so you you're doing well, and you can play as Darth Vader now. Like it wasn't something you had to unlock for an absurd amount of credits. It was just something you're rewarded with for playing, uh, you know, for playing well, um, or even just playing well enough, like not even well, just well enough. Uh, it's like, yeah, have some fun, play, fuck some people up as Darth Vader, why not? And it was great, like, I was, like, I, I, uh, I just, it's like, why are they doing this? <laughs> this game had, this game had such potential, because it, really it was supposed, it, it was supposed to be the Battlefront that you wanted, because as much fun as people had with Battlefront 1, it didn't have a lot. It didn't, no. it didn't have very much at all. Most and people were done with that game after, like, a few hours. Yeah, and the whole point of this one was, from everything EA was saying, it was just, like, look at all the stuff it has. And everyone, including me, was thinking, that's a lot of stuff. Awesome. That's This is a whole lot of stuff that we finally get. And then and then right before your launch, you just you ruin it. <laughs> this is a free-to-play game that they're charging $60 for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And that was a lot of the, I saw a lot of the backlash was like, if this was like, if I didn't have to buy this game, like if it was a free to play game or something like that, like, you know, I don't know, example, random example, but then it wouldn't be such a big deal that's like, yeah, it takes a lot of credits to unlock stuff, but you know, the game's free, but <laughs> you're putting it behind all that and I'm already shelling out like 60 to 80 bucks. Like... Like before, when the problem with the game was only the loot boxes, like okay, I could almost look past the loot boxes if the game itself is good enough, you know. But like with all this extra bullshit around it, it's like why the fuck would I ever want to buy this game for sixty dollars when it's when they're treating it as not nearly enough money to pay I, for a game? I also <laughs> like that. I also like that Blizzard totally threw shade at EA today on Twitter. <laughs> I, don't you, I don't know if you guys saw that or not. I did not. I did not. No. You know how um, I think it's a StarCraft is going free to play now, mm-hmm. the latest one. Yeah, e- um, Blizzard tweeted out some tweets, and they didn't name EA, but here's what some of the tweets said: They were something along the lines of number of hours it takes to get to unlock the full game of StarCraft. Was it Wings of Liberty? I think. Yeah. The latest one it goes zero hours, and then it's like. <laughs> Number of hours it takes to unlock, like, blah, 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 zero. And they tweeted out, like, four like that. <laughs> and you're like, they don't name them. There's a hundred, I'm a hundred percent sure they're calling out EA on this. Like, a hundred percent. They even, like, I think Polygon did a story, and they're like, eh, looks like they're calling EA out on their bullshit on this. Uh, Blizzard's just like, hey, EA, this is how you do it. 
<laughs> oh, God. Also, I don't know if EA's ever heard of Overwatch. But... I, I was going to bring that up, that they do loot boxes much better in that game. It's All it is is just like, hey, you want some cool-looking... You want some cool looking shit? Yeah, you get some cosmetic. You know, you get like you know outfits. You get taunts. You get just cosmetic shit that doesn't actually affect, you know, how well a person can play. Which I'm 100 percent fine with that stuff in games. Yeah, I'll pay for cosmetic shit, or I won't. But as long as it's just cosmetic stuff, that's fine. Yeah, and and on top, like yeah, you can buy loot boxes too. But like you earn plenty of loot boxes just by playing, you know, the game. You know, right. over the course, yeah, just naturally over the course of playing that game, you get a lot of loot boxes anyway. Oh god! Like this is like you know, I know EA is one like worst company to exist uh, a few years, and I believe me and Joe were always like, okay, that's a little harsh. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you know they're banking, like you know they're banking companies, right? That, you like, know they won <laughs> that. The, you know they won that the year there was like that big oil spill. Uh, like they beat, yeah. they beat, they beat that company out. I don't know what that they, says about us, but <laughs> no, yeah, it's like all right, let's tone it down a bit, but. Still, it feels like they're trying to justify it now a little bit. <laughs> they're, edging, they're edging a little bit closer to where if they got it again, you'd kind of be like, eh, well, <laughs> that. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but, you know, you're not a nice company, so I don't know what to tell you. So. Yeah, uh, special thanks, by the way, to GameStop, uh, What Culture, as well as, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, they, oh, Young, <laughs> Young, yeah. For, they all did videos on this with like various statistics, and I took like bits and pieces from there. Oh, you want to hear a fun story uh, of a player experience in this game? Yes. Th- this is the cherry on the cake of everything I just said here. How do so, you put a cherry on a cake? You put cherries on cake. Yeah, exactly. What the fu- of all the <laughs> things, really, you're going to argue that? <laughs> I like you? how we're all catching up on like parts that don't matter <laughs> 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 they're all saying to each other so uh this was from like, really that's the thing like, that caught you up okay yeah. it was my turn no it's all right next, <laughs> next time it's joe's yeah. so some some a listener from what culture wrote this in and one of the reporters uh talked about it uh so there was like a match that was going on that was heroes versus villains and like everybody picked that now the names that i just said is pretty much for the most part, it for right now. There's not a tremendous selection of uh, Star Wars characters as of now. And this poor or listener had worked his ass off. As I pointed out, it's like you have to work your butt off to unlock characters. And he only had like two characters. And uh, he joined a game where it was Heroes versus Villains, where you pick a uh, one of the characters and you do like a three-on-three or something like that, right? So he waits and waits, and he finally joins a game. And he only had, like, two characters unlocked at this point. He joins the game, and the game promptly tells him, uh, unfortunately, the other players selected the two characters you unlocked, so you can't participate in this game. You can either just watch, or you can leave. Huh. Yeah. So... For those of you th- that are out there saying, well, at least it's got this awesome multiplayer, think again. <laughs> think again. It does not have this awesome multiplayer. It oh. has multiplayer. What the fuck? This, like, I was, I'm right there with Tyler. Like, I watched this, I watched the announcement for trailer for this at E3. I'm like, huh, maybe. And now, no, th- this is like everything we feared would happen with a microtransaction game, you know? So, uh, no. 
and there's like go ahead like with with all these loot boxes and these crazy microtransactions it feels like and again this was and if i remember this correctly it feels like this was ea's fault last time too with online passes uh (laughs) in games where it's like hey actually you need to input a code and redeem a code to be able to play this game online. It's like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and that was prevalent for about a year and a half at most before everyone fucking just got tired of that shit and said, no, actually, I don't want to do that at all. And it's not worth the headache that you're putting everyone through for this very short-term gain. Uh, in the long term, I, 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 I'm confident that that this shit will phase out, but right now when you're in the thick of it it fucking sucks and like and once again just to throw a little bit more shade at ea because sure like why not like this is the company where amy amy henning came up to them with a game which uh to put in perspective is kind of like spielberg coming to you with a movie (laughs) and their response would be kind of like you saying to spielberg yeah, but how can we make it more like Transformers? <laughs> like, and then if there's any justice, Spielberg stabbed you right. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, that was my little report there. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm the whole like as soon as I heard this, like, oh, I gotta write this down. This, oh man. All right. So unless you guys had anything more to add. How do you go beyond this? Uh, well, let's try. Joe, what else happened? <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got Ubisoft saying that the future of single-player games is um, is good. <laughs> it's a bright future, apparently, uh, for single-player games. It's, it feels like they're kind of responding to this whole games as a service thing. Uh, where you know, I'm, glad. It... I'm glad, because Ubisoft hasn't, you know, doesn't always handle... Um, online and stuff like that the best either so. no but but you know well you know and they've got a lot of multiplayer stuff too like as we talked about with uh the mpd stuff uh you know tom clancy's rainbow six uh siege was is a big part of their portfolio that game was out i think two years ago uh and that game still sells well and then and they put a lot of multiplayer stuff out for that uh you know for for honor um basically all the, you know there's, there's there's not a shortage of multiplayer stuff coming out of ubisoft but uh, you know, they've got stuff like, uh, you know, obviously Assassin's Creed Origins just came out. Uh, you know, they got Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which was a pretty good single player game. Um, Somehow. So, yeah, against all odds, that's a great game. Uh, <laughs> but during an investor's call, uh, the CEO of Ubisoft, Yves uh, Guimau, uh, he said, quote, those types of games can continue to sell for a long time. Uh he noted that introducing mechanics like RPG elements to single-player games can increase your appeal because they extend the game's replayability. Uh, he also said that Ubisoft is working on implementing user-generated content to entice players to continue playing these kinds of games uh, longer. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. As far as Ubisoft is concerned, at least, um, you can <laughs> release a single-player game and you don't have to wear it down with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, imagine that concept, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Mm. Uh, thank God. <laughs> thank I never th- God. There's still studios out there that are like, no, we're keep making single player games. Yeah, I oh, never man. thought I'd say thank God for Ubisoft, but you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else happened, Joe? Um, let's see. A couple of PlayStation VR games were delayed, unfortunately, including one that we highlighted 
for passer play for November 2017. Uh, one of those games is The Inpatient Malcolm, which, no. was, supposed to release, which was supposed to release this month. Uh, it will now release uh, January 23rd, 2018. So it is missing 2017 entirely. Um, let's see. Also uh, delayed uh, is Bravo Team, a, a game that I had not heard of previously, <laughs> but uh, that has slipped over to March 6th, 2018. It's a special group who sneaks into places and gives a round of applause and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! I'd play that game. Uh, Bravo Team is actually just a Johnny Bravo fan club. <laughs> I'd play that game too. I would. <laughs> Anything else got delayed? Uh, well, Any other Bravo jokes? No. Been... On both fronts. <laughs> Being replaced by Alpha Team. <laughs> uh, let's see. I probably should have said this or brought this up after the MPD stuff, but we got October's Top downloads for PlayStation. <laughs> <Well>. Synergy. <laughs> uh, let's see. The top selling game on PlayStation Store for the month of October was FIFA 18. Big really? surprise. Um, yeah. Yes. Malcolm was surprised somehow. I'm more disappointed, not surprised. <laughs> it's like, of all the games that came out in October, that was number one. Oh, okay. Yes, it was. Number two was South Park Defractured But Hole. Oh, okay, there we go. Uh, Number three is Little Earth, Shadow of War. Number four was Assassin's Creed Origins. Number five, Gran Turismo Sport. Uh, number six, NBA 2K18. Uh, number seven, on the, I'm guessing on the strength of that sale Malcolm mentioned earlier, but The Witcher 3, complete edition at number seven. Mm. Uh, Madden NFL 18 at number eight. Grand Theft Auto 5 at number nine. And WWE 2K18, rounding out the top ten. Uh, yeah, it's... Oh, and uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, uh, number 19. Uh, that's slightly disappointing <laughs> uh, for me personally, because yeah. that game is so good. Holy shit, have you played Wolfenstein 2? Because it is excellent. Holy shit. I just beat that game yesterday, and it is wild. Holy fuck. I'm going to soon. I want to. It looks really fun. Yeah. That game. Also, it's apparently it's the only time I can uh, go after Nazis and not be yelled at. So. <laughs> Oh, man. There you go. Just thought I'd throw a little bit of that in the podcast. Well, All yeah. right, we're done. Oh, man. If, you, that game is... if you play on the hardest difficulty, then you get yelled at for it. <laughs> oh, man. That game is so hard on just the default difficulty, which yeah. is the second... The default difficulty, which is the second easiest difficulty overall. And it was still hard. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to turn this down to easy, to the easiest difficulty. And I, I had so much fun with that. I am so, so happy you said that because... That... Like, I was in the area where you're in the <laughs> hidden area of that uh, freaking warship that you own. Yeah. And I got I got pinned in this one area where there was a sniper with a freaking laser. And, uh, yeah. Like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I cannot recommend that enough. Just, just play it on the easiest difficulty. It is so much more fun. Yeah, and you get to see the kick-ass story, too, which is awesome. It is so good. Like, like that game just never stops once it gets going. It's like fuck. Also, if there were that many Nazis still hidden on the ship, they really should have just taken out the six, you know, the six heroes that were on that ship. Hey, <laughs> just taking numbers. It it's a numbers game, guys. Yeah, you, you, had, you had freaking weapons that weren't in the first game. You would have won easily. <laughs> I, no, they, they they do a pretty good job explaining why they didn't do any of that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just picking, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. That game is good. Um, let's see. As far as other stuff on this list, I'm surprised Gran Turismo... Well, I guess maybe I'm not surprised, but it is interesting to see that Gran Turismo Sport... Uh, Gran Turismo in general just is not selling the way it used to. Like I like GTA or yeah, GTA Five I think was maybe the was one of the last game that sold really gangbusters for that franchise because GT Six didn't kind of fell off uh, in a pretty big way. Now for GT Sport to be number five amongst all these other games, it's like oh man. I could have sworn Grand- you said GTA Five a minute ago. <laughs> like, no, I said GT Five. Yeah. GTA Five's on here twice. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> The game just sells so well, it's on there twice. To give the game an excuse, I choose to believe a majority of the fan base didn't believe it was actually going to get released in, t- in October until it, <laughs> like a week after it came out. I'm like, oh shit, it did? <laughs> this game is out? I can play this right now? It's like, I, I thought it was going to get delayed. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, a weird game. Um, I'm not going to get into it here because it's not necessarily the best place, but... yeah. Yeah, it's a weird game uh, yeah. in context of other GT games. It's not It's not the best place to talk about it here on this video game podcast, for sure. Definitely. Damn, well, you, I'm... Uh, you beat me to it. <laughs> well, because I'm the motherfucker who actually played it. And uh, I would just be talking at nothing. Speaking of... Because every time, every time I talk about Gran Turismo, I, always, I, I finish talking and Malcolm's like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right, great. Glad I talked to him about it. It's like... <laughs> It's like, man, it's really awesome how you have to hold down that X button to go, man. It's like apparently Malcolm doesn't like racing games. Period. No, when he made that well, joke. I, I've I, I've said that before. Like, uh, to put in perspective, to me, racing games are made by David Cage to relate to Joe. Imagine if every single racing game was made by David Cage. That would be my... I'm not a big fan of racing games, but I like Mario Kart. It's one of my favorite games. Oh, fuck so. that game. It's like... Fuck, you know, if, there should be a mode where you can just say, just take out the blue shell, then I'd be all for it. So. Malcolm's, Malcolm's mad because he's not good at Mario Kart. I'm, I, yeah, I, no. I have an advice for you, Malcolm. It's to get good. Oh. Let's oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking get good. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's called just try not to be in first place so much, and you'll do fine in that game. <laughs> Mario Kart, one of one of two games I can actually brag about being good at and can survive online play at. Yeah, hey, there you know, you if go. you're good enough at Mario Kart, Malcolm, you'll get hit by that blue shell, but you'll just fucking make up the rest of the race. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so you, you just got to get good. So just going to power through that joked comment and uh, move on to talk about my Gran Turismo for October that I'm happy about how well it did, and that was South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Very was... very similar game to Gran Turismo. <laughs> yeah, to yeah like... they're basically the same game. Yeah, you, you go in a circle around town Espe- a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Especially graphically. They're, they're indistinguishable. Oh, indistinguishable, yeah. really. I don't, I don't know how people are, are telling the difference. Yeah, you, you say that, but as far as looking like a South Park episode, it's kind of flawless. How it <laughs> just yeah, it does a very good job of recreating a crappy looking show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have accomplished? Yeah, that being said, uh, it it's an amazingly fun time, and I it's one of those times where I agree with Malcolm, but I just love Joe just throwing shade. <laughs> The game is great, but it's like, come on. It's not like fucking Dragon Ball Fighter Z over here where it's like, okay, now that is impressive. Okay. 
come on now. You can't. Now that's... <laughs> but like recreating South Park is like, yeah, you should be able to do that. That was unexpected. Joe used Dragon Ball. Joe used an anime game to what compare. What a fucking time to, to be alive, else. huh? <laughs> what, what compare, a... And the anime game is what he's saying is good. Yes. I'm, so a... glad I, I'm so glad I recorded this episode with you guys. Oh, what, what I, a I, time I... to be alive. Yeah, you know, feel free to put that on the back of the South Park box. Why can't it be more like Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it? Uh, uh, but no, it, it's an amazingly fun game. It's a very much. It feels once again like a lost season of South Park, and it's a fantastic. It's a fantastically fun game, and uh, I, I'm still kind of. I'm in shock of how, I guess, for lack of a better term, how badly uh, Wolfenstein did. But at the same time, a lot of stuff came out that month. So, I mean, the only real. I mean. Hmm. I mean, I want to say it's like, yeah, it came out on the 27th of October, but so did Assassin's Creed, and that was number four. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is only the PlayStation numbers, right? Yeah, this, I mean, yeah, this is only the PlayStation score. Okay. Uh, so. Oh, j- just out of curiosity, uh, where did uh, Evil Within finish, if anywhere? Uh, I would have to reopen that tab. No! <laughs> uh, give me one second here. It's number 16. Okay. With an extra, an extra two weeks, got it three slots up. See, I thought you were about to say it wasn't. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> but, you know, I, I do like that game. That's unfortunately in my list of games I'll come back to when I have money. But, or... <laughs> a sale but you know that yeah i was like i was actually really anticipating that that game and if it wasn't for the fact that it felt like 20 games came out in october <laughs> so hopefully somebody else will have played it uh and can talk about it well Definitely. enough people to get it number 16 got it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go all right joe what else happened uh, the fucking Ninja Turtles are coming to Injustice 2. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, now, here's a question for you, because we have another game with a surprise guest spot a little later, but when did fighting games turn into wrestling feds? Where you have, like, <laughs> shocking appearances, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, apparently there's are all wrestling feds, and DLC characters are the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm very, I'm very angry at Injustice for doing this. What?! Why? Because, because uh, I'm not like a big fan of the. Inju- I think it's a very good series. It's just not my. It's not my style. That's, that that uh, fighting game style is not my not my thing. The Mortal Kombat style. I'm more like Street Fighter Tekken. But I'm glad that it did well. But that being said, I had no interest in in getting Injustice. I'm glad it sold well. I wanted it to, so it can keep coming. But I had no interest. And then, just minding my own business, two nights ago, strolling through some videos. What do I see? It's a badass trailer. <laughs> Where the fucking Ninja Turtles show up, and out loud I go, Bravo, Injustice, bravo, NetherRealm Studios, perhaps you will get my dollar. I hate you so much. Uh, it, I had no interest in this game whatsoever, and now I'm like, mm, I might have to buy it. Now, the funny thing about this is uh, they teased this a while ago with like the shadow, like the silhouette of the character, which, uh, looking back, I guess, was just Raphael. And you couldn't see much of her except for, like, a sigh. So people are like, like oh, well, that's, a, that's Melina right there. It has to be. So, <laughs> yeah. so when you see the sigh and everyone was thinking Melina and then you see the dude in the trench coat and it's Raphael, eh, 
It would have been great if he yelled damn for no reason, but anyway. And I fanboyed then, a little bit when I saw that. I'm uh, not gonna lie. And all the turtles appear, and uh, it's classic turtles. Mikey's like dibs on the magic chick, and Leo's like we fight as a team. So team, yep, right, loved it. Right there, that tells me that it'll pro- it'll either be Leo, and you can summon your brothers for special attacks, or you could switch out during the fight too. But yeah. it it's awesome, like the Ninja Turtles Batman versus Batman or Superman. <laughs> It's his crate, or like which, yeah. which wildly enough would be only the second would be the second time they cross over with Batman. Uh, but they're in the comics. They're, they're in the comics together. Which, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like wow, that's long time ago. Which, long. by the way, was well, actually well, a really even recent crossover. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first first time they did it was a long, long time ago. But uh, yeah, they did it recently too. <laughs> well, but, now the Power Rangers should do it because the Power Rangers were in the Justice League comics not too long ago. So. Can we just can we just get everything in injustice? Let's have some Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, Mortal Kombat to do it. Uh, yeah. But I think it was a really stellar announcement. Good on Netherrealm, who's always been really good with these crossovers. Like they, like with Mortal Kombat, famously they would get the slasher movie icons in there who and Kratos, who all work really well within that universe. Or so, and they've been doing really good getting superheroes, like they like getting Hellboy, hey, with the last pack. So, ever since Mortal Kombat Armageddon, NetherRealm Studios has been kicking butt. I think. Mm. And Joe, just to round it out, what other fighting game got a surprise uh, DLC character? Um. Yeah. So another crazy ass news: we got Noctis <laughs> from Final Fantasy 15 coming to Tekken Seven. Um, which maybe would have been a better announcement for a Soul Calibur game, but since they're never going to make one of those ever again, apparently <laughs> they're bringing not up that. a Tekken. Sadly, not ever. Not uh, yeah. Ever. But, um, but yeah, Tekken like... the Tekken the only other game that I can say I do well at online. <laughs> um, man, and Tekken Seven has had a great showing. Um, Hell yeah! Basically, since it came out. Uh, you know, it, it, it had a great showing at Evo, um, and I, I think they were, and I think with both of these announcements, they both had like major tournaments over the weekend or whatever. Yeah, there was uh, a Tekken tournament at, where they showed the trailer yeah, for the first time. Yeah, after like the full, like after the finals of that, they're like, oh, anyway, here's a trailer for our next DLC character, and it's fucking what? Not this what? <laughs> All right, it's like. Uh, at first, you don't know what's going on. Then you hear that familiar ringtone for uh, Noctis's phone, and you're like, no. And uh, it was actually really well done. They teased that it's actually going to be Gladiolus, which also would have worked now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then Noctis is like, no, fuck you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and he just runs off and goes fighting, fucking it. And his moves look good. Yep. It looks very much like Noctis. In a fucking fighting game of all things, but damn, it's weird that they somehow upped the ante over getting fucking Geese Howard in Tekken Seven. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, let's get even weirder, huh? Right. So, which I'm I'm glad they're doing this because they're clearly going to never give me the uh, the the other Tekken game I want, which is a continuation of Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and we're never going to get the Tekken Cross Street <laughs> Fighter, the, the Tekken Cross Street Fighter that they keep talking about. That is supposed yeah, to be that the they keep insisting that. is th- that they keep insisting is still in development. What well, do you remember when they announced that they're like we're going to have Street Fighter Cross Tekken, which is the Tekken characters with Street Fighter engine, which was an amazing game, mm-hmm. and we're also doing Tekken Cross Street Fighter, which is the Street Fighters in the Tekken engine, which is what I want. 
Well, fuck you, Tyler. You don't get what you want. <laughs> but... You basically just have to enjoy the fact that Akuma's in Tekken 7 and goes, and that's it. Yep. That's all. Which, it... Te- which I'll, I'll play Tekken 7. Tekken 7's a great game. Yeah, okay. and you know what? Akuma works pretty well in Tekken 7. He does. He does. He does. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like wow, this actually fits pretty well. It, it is. That also kind of pissed me off, because I was like, look how well he looks. Put the ones in. Come <laughs> on. This is, you... You're a quarter of the way to the game you've promised me. Why are <laughs> now, you stopping? Now, what if you brought some 20, let's say 20 more characters? 20, <laughs> 20 more characters, and then I feel like you'd have that game you promised me five, six, seven years ago. It, it's, oh, it's still kind of crazy that there's a fighting game where you can play as Akuma... Geese Howard and fucking Noctis <laughs> from Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> oh, and everyone from Tekken is in there too. It's like geez. and giant and like a demon and a tree guy and they got two demons now. <laughs> some dude with wings and he gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm acting like I don't know the Tekken lore, and I do, and I'm ashamed because it's not that great. Of, it's not that great of a story. It's really no, good. It's really game, not. But... Like, I like played what? through that story mode in Tekken 7, and I was like, like wow. My dad was, okay. my dad was mean. Well, I'm going to be mean to you. I'm going to be mean to you now. Well, my grandpa's mean. Well, I'm well, a demon. Uh, cool. Like, the well, group... I'm going to take over your crime syndicate. Well, where did this come from? The story and of I'm going to do that is... for, the next three, for the next three games. We're going to switch who's in charge of the Mishima clan's uh, business. It's really like a fighting game version of Game of Thrones, except with a corporation. It's like, it's... So, Except with not a good story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And lost le- a lot less sex and boobs, of course, too. So, <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah. So, yeah. Some really int- I'm glad to see fighting game care. And I hope this trend continues with interesting uh, additions to the game. Like, to some... Right? Yeah. Like, hopefully, like, Street Fighter t- gets a cue- takes a cue from it. And not like they haven't introduced some really cool characters, but... <laughs> Just throw us the curveball that we weren't expecting. Oh man, I can't. I can't Give wait some for crazy characters. Come on, put I Goku can't wait in for, there. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait for season three of uh, of Street Fighter Five to kick off with Hatsune Miku as a playable <laughs> character. Just hate that it has seasons. God, it's gonna be Crash Bandicoot. Capcom's another <laughs> one of those companies where I'm just like, what are you doing? Not letting me have stuff. Be Crash Bandicoot with his large hitbox, so you could be across the screen, and he still gets punched from right. (laughs) As well, he should. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Joe. What's the next story? Uh, Let's see. For baseball fans, we've got the cover boy for the upcoming MLB The Show 18, uh, and that is your American League Rookie of the Year, Aaron Judge. Yay. Uh, for, base, for baseball fans, hooray for baseball! Hooray fans. for baseball! You're, um, you're a Cubs fan, right, Joe? Indeed, I am. There you go. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the extent of my baseball knowledge. Cubs from Chicago, right? Yeah, I got it. Yay, baseball uh, exists! Yay. <laughs> let's see for <laughs> for some context on this uh, young man here. He, uh, besides just getting the American League Rookie of the Year, he set the record for. For MLB rookies with 52 home runs uh, this year, breaking Mark McGuire's record of 49, uh, it's pretty impressive stuff. Hmm. Uh, you know, you I go. would watch. I would watch more baseball if the storylines were better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I will say that the road to the show is always a lot of fun. It's it's a pretty good sports based RPG if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird sentence. I know, and it works. <laughs> 
Yeah, remember when the Red Sox were going to win that one World Series and then Steinbrenner hit the catcher with a steel chair and he missed the ball right. and the curse started? Okay. Yeah. And he turned heel. Yeah. Just that, he, that I heel mean, there was... <laughs> Spray-painted uh, was... NYC on his back. <laughs> there was that brawl a few, or about 10 years ago. What happens ago? to us tomorrow? What happens oh. to MLB tomorrow? Like there, there, I do remember that the. I think I do remember the brawl that Joe was actually bringing up. Like, it was like what, what was between it? the Red Sox and, and and the Yankees. It's like, wow, fucking Pedro Martinez out here, fucking hip tossing a fucking eight year old on Zimmer. <laughs> it's like, damn. I don't know what, what Zimmer fuck? was expecting there, and I'm I'm a. New I know everyone's like, I can't believe that fucking Pedro Martinez put his hands on this old ass man. It's like, well, that old ass man was charging his ass pretty hard. So, <laughs> as a yeah. person who doesn't watch any baseball, when I heard that the Red Sox had a brawl with the New York Yankees, my reaction was, and, duh. <laughs> <laughs> was anyone thinking about the raw theme from the Attitude Era? Like, Too much good and not enough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> one and one a thorn in your. <laughs> But, somebody's got to have a video of that. oh god and yeah you know, of all like of all the way a hip toss like kudos to pedro because that's really the nicest way he could have handled that situation <laughs> by tapping his inner ricky the dragon steamboat <laughs> this is a beautiful arm drag <laughs> gave gave him a hip toss he could have gone more hardcore and arm drag yeah. the shit out of him but he you know gave him a hip toss he should have gone Arn Anderson on his ass and given him a spine buster. Spine buster, Jesus Christ. It's her old ass out of my face. The spine buster. One of the few actual wrestling moves that looks completely devastating. <laughs> it's like, if you were to give me a spine buster, even anywhere, like, I'd, I'd be out. I'd be um, done. As a wrestling fan, I totally get that the majority of those moves, no matter what, probably hurt. But also, there's quite a few of them, mostly finishing moves, that don't look like they're the worst thing in the world. And then you have a spine buster that's a throwaway <laughs> move, and I just feel like that would kill me. I would be done at that point. <laughs> you could be done with a body slam if you do it right. <laughs> just, just well, on that fucking mat that no one seems to understand is not soft. No, no it is literally just a piece of canvas <laughs> layered on some thin wood. <laughs> Right. It's like, here's a piece of wood, and it's got a rubbery mat on it that's kind of the thickness of maybe shag carpeting that's been worn out, <laughs> and then we put some paper on it. There you uh-huh. go. <laughs> and then we're going to throw you on it. But seriously, <laughs> it's just give him a spine buster, and that old man would have disintegrated. He would have he exploded like Megan. It would have been the equivalent <laughs> as if Brock Lesnar had F5'd Hogan when they fought. Before Hogan had hit the ground, it had just been red and yellow dust. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate to break it to you, but Zimmerman almost evaporated from the hip toss for Christ's sake. Let alone a spine. <laughs> exactly. Bus. Can you imagine if he'd really got with it? Like they they gave him medical attention for a goddamn arm drag for Christ's sake. Oh, You're supposed people... to get up after an arm drag so you can take another one, yeah. and then another one, and then another one. Oh, <laughs> it's man. four arm drags. It's a four arm drag, isn't it? Uh, you see, guys, baseball's good. Uh. <laughs> that's all I'm hearing from this conversation, yeah. is that baseball rules, actually. That's what, that's uh, what I was getting at. Uh, I'll tell you what, if MLB, the show, has a mode where I can hit R1 and send Ron you know, Zimmerman... <laughs> <a> spine buster! <laughs> <laughs> and he hit the people's elbow on him afterwards. <laughs> Just picturing it. Good God Almighty! 
<laughs> oh man! And I like Don Zimmer. He used to coach the Cubs back in the eighties. That and we find out why you like him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And I still think he got what was coming to him. Oh God! Yeah. Well, I don't know what he was thinking there. That looks... I don't know how you defend that either. It's like, yeah, he's clearly charging him. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he supposed to do? Let him get fucking speared by him? This old See, I guess friend? that's I guess that's a disappointment. That's one of the few times where, in real life, he set himself up for a spine buster. Like that's how yeah. that happens. <laughs> Just goes with a hip toss. All right, whatever. Uh, so there's a new Hitman Hitman game coming. They're making a new Hitman. Right. IO Interactive announced that the next Hitman game is currently in development. Uh, the new game does not have yet does not yet have a name. Completely uh, throwaway information <laughs> right there. Uh, we got a new well, hit ga- Hitman game coming out. What's it called? Uh, Hitman something. Any <laughs> details? No. Nope. It's, it's called Wrestling with Shadows. <laughs> uh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, this is obviously very good news. You're about, because... to, you're about to shoot your guy, and then your boss comes out and calls off the hit. <laughs> <laughs> he got away. Don't worry about it. What? He's like right there. He's right there. <laughs> Hitman has been screwed. That when you, so then you go work for the other agency. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, it is 20 years uh, after Survivor Series 97. Oh, okay. Agent 41 starts, like, uh, drawing out FBI. <laughs> so so it's been 20 years. So, okay. So that means we can expect AJ Styles to somehow do a Montreal screw job to, uh, to Brock Lesnar. Mm. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Puts him in the cap. Except I'm pretty sure since that was a real thing, I'm pretty sure if you literally screwed Brock Lesnar, he would probably kill AJ Styles. Yeah, oh. I don't think he would be able to get away with any sort of... Uh... I love AJ Styles. He's been one of my favorites for years. Brock Lesnar would kill him in real life. <laughs> he, he, would, uh, he would actually literally eat him for lunch. Along with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah as long as we're talking about Survivor Series. like The whole show is hysterical to me because it's like they so, realized... It's, it's like they realized like a week before the show, oh, holy shit, this is shit. And they just changed everything. They're like, oh yeah, actually we can't have fucking Brock Lesnar fight the third best member of 3MB. (laughs) (laughs) That's a stupid idea, actually. Let's change that. (laughs) That is a dumb, that is a shitty idea. And we've been running with this shitty idea for months now. Like, also, this has been a shitty idea for the past six months now. (laughs) And, and... As as much better as it is to have AJ in that place with Brock, like honestly, I don't know what people are expecting in that matchup. It's just going to be the same thing with every Brock match. AJ, I gonna... think, I think some people are expecting like no one expects AJ to win, but I think they're hoping that since AJ is one of the people that could legitimately, if they let him, could give an awesome match with Brock Lesnar, that maybe they're gonna let him. Do a good match with Lesnar. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like eight minutes long. AJ's going to hit him with a bunch of stuff. Brock will stumble for a bit. People will get hope. Then he'll hit one F5 and pin AJ, and that'll be the end of it. I gave up hope a long time ago. The, the only glimmer of hope I ever had for Brock Lesnar matches was when he got to fight Dean Ambrose for the title. Oh. And I had high hopes. And I had high hopes, and everybody else did that's like, oh, 
they've been building him up as you know the lunatic fringe where it's like no matter what you do he won't stay down maybe that'll be the thing that gets Brock Lesnar is he'll just beat the crap out of him Dean will keep getting up and then Dean will get him with a roll up or something and that would be a cool way no uh no we we had like what a, a less than 10 minute match a less than 10 minute match Brock destroyed him <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and thus the the error of Lesnar began but anyway again Again. Oh, God. But anyway, so that was wrestling talk here on the show. Uh, Joe. So, so yeah, Hitman is coming at you. For the third time now. (laughs) Let's go, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. For some reason, the past two episodes of of the the nerd cult, uh, one of the guys I do with has just decided to randomly yell out uh, R.I.P. Macho Man Randy Savage. I mean, it's, it's never not true. It's yeah, never yeah. not true, that's it's... the point. But <laughs> I think in the second episode, I was like, Jesus Christ, every episode now, are we going to do this? I, I don't want to relive this. It's just a constant reminder that they didn't take Hogan, they took Savage. Oh, <laughs> man. The fact that Hogan is going to outlive all of our favorite wrestlers is fucking just abhorrent to me. <laughs> he's, just kick- he's, not, so he's, bad. he's kicking out of death, too, for Christ's sakes. He's just, he's no-selling death. It's just, <laughs> like, come on. Stay down for three. Put death uh, over for ne- once. Never, never going to put anyone over. <laughs> Except that one time he got a TKO from Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was actually well in that Ric Flair uh, 30 for 30 where he did actually say, he's like, yeah, Ric Flair is totally better than me. I was like, what? <laughs> well, was there any question? Come on. Like, no, but they hear it come out of his mouth. I was like, huh? Yeah. I was like, okay. You know, I always like to think that in that match with Brock Lesnar when he did the TKO, I like to think that when Brock had him in his arms, Brock just kind of whispered and he's like, go ahead, try anything. <laughs> uh, all right. Joe, is there any other stories we need to talk about? Uh, let's see. Metal Gear Survive is coming out in February. If you're a crazy person and actually want to play that game, you have to know it's coming in February uh, on the 22nd, specifically. Uh, I can't believe Hideo Kojima hasn't snuck back in there and burned that place to the ground yet. <laughs> I guess he's just waiting to do it when the, with the games he's going to come out with, because that'll pretty much do it, I bet. Yeah, yeah, but... Hmm, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Who is this game for? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> die hard, what Metal Gear Solid fans. Like, die I like, hard. I feel like I'm the, as die hard as it gets. Like, I bought... Clearly, clearly you are wrong. <laughs> you're not bought, wanting this game. I bought each of the mainline games several times across, like, all the different collections and, and just kind of bundles that they come out in. It's like, oh, I bought the Ultimate Metal Gear Solid Collection on PS2. And I bought it the 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 games when they released in the HD collection, and I bought the Legacy collection, and I bought this and this. I've got a, I've got a whole shelf just of Metal Gear Solid stuff, and I have I could not be less interested in buying or playing or looking at this game. <laughs> why why would I ever do that? <laughs> uh, I I completely agree. Like you <laughs> like from the get go. Of when they announced this, my re- like, and this is a Metal Gear something. Keep in mind, and I looked, just looked at it, and I was like, "Why? <laughs> just why?" Like, uh, out of all, after everything that happened with Kojima, why would you still try to do something with this? <laughs> like, oh, uh, 
like I understand them doing something with Metal Gear after, post Kojima, but it's like you should probably do a real one. <laughs> you should try. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, like people don't want some well, fucking bullshit multiplayer full of zombies. Well, maybe a, they shouldn't try a real one. I don't know how well that'll go. It'll it would go better than this. Maybe. Like I would at least look at it. Yeah, like depending on who they brought I would in. At least I would at least hear them out. Like, and not to mention the fact this is the most DLC, DLC game in the history of DLC. It's like a zombie mode multiplayer, you know, tower protect defense game. I'm like, no, don't no, get out of here. Yeah, it's, it's basically, Fortnite. it's basically like, what is it? The Umbrella Counter Chronicles or whatever? <laughs> for, for oh people. my God. Basically what this is. Oh, that little chestnut there. Like, <laughs> Remember how good that game was? Yeah, that game was the, was. That was great. That was game of the year. Uh, that was oh, the yeah. opposite of Resident Evil 7 right there, that game. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it was Resident Evil 6? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of propping up dead franchises... Who? Uh, Sega... Hey, Resident Evil 7 is good. So no, is. I'm, no I'm, I, I mean to Metal Gear. <laughs> Come on. I thought you were like, that's that was cheap shot. What are you doing? <laughs> I know six uh, wasn't that great, but come on. <laughs> but uh, Sega is teasing a new Valkyria game on the twentieth. So doesn't Metal- matter. It's not going to be number three. It doesn't matter. No, it's not. Like, why don't you just bring uh, Valkyria Chronicles three? Because they're uh, never gonna. <laughs> because uh, there was Valkyria Revolution that came out earlier this year, and that game was a hot mess. That game was terrible. I guarantee I, two years from now they're going to announce Valkyrie Chronicles 3 for the Dreamcast. Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I mean, like they remastered, uh, you know, the original Valkyrie Chronicles for PS4. That was a very nice version of that game. I, I was happy to play that. Uh, they didn't do anything with, with the second one except for putting it on PSP. And that game was actually pretty good. I enjoyed Valkyrie Chronicles 2 a lot. Um, like I wish it was on PS3, but I was happy to have it in anywhere. Uh, mm. And then they made three, and they just never released it outside of Japan. It's like, well, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so this franchise is dead, huh? Mm. Um, so unless this Valkyria project that they're teasing here uh, is just a new actual Chronicles game, whether it's three or or something different, uh, if it's another Revolution game, I just won't be having that. That that was terrible. That. Like, I just don't understand what the, the process was for that game, uh, where any part of that seemed like a good idea. Hmm. It's like, what if we took the combat that made this game so special and just removed it? It's like, oh, good. Half the appeal of this game is gone. Great. And also, it doesn't look as good as the other games, even though they released on PS3 and PSP, respectively. It's like, oh, hey. great. Remember all that shit you loved about the game that made it great? Nope. Gone. There's there's none of it. That's like all right, great. We cut it. Metal Gear Solid Survive. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I think that game was like twelve bucks uh, like a month ago. Yeah. I I would say it was twelve bucks within the same month it was released. For Christ's sake, wasn't that bad? But it did release. I mean, it released for forty bucks. I think think once it released after it was out for about an hour, uh, one of the Sega execs went around to all the game stores and actually said, "Oh, this was a mistake," and then they priced it down to twelve (laughs) dollars. Um, 
Yeah. Fuck. Uh. God, I wish Sega had any idea what to do with those games. Because, damn, that was such a promising franchise. Still could be, but yeah, it's a shame. Probably not. So, uh, um, I, I, I've got one last thing here. All right, can I uh, can I bring up one one quick thing before you move on? I'll take that as a yes. Uh, just out of curiosity, <laughs> I, like, I said sure. Show. I don't. <laughs> it's like it's not my show. I don't have the authority to tell you yes or no. <laughs> Tyler, what do you say? <laughs> well, Denied. Did not. Case dismissed. Uh, did anyone see the uh, Nintendo Direct for Xenoblade Two? Uh, I did not. Really? You're usually on top of these directs right here. Well, that's because I don't plan on playing that game anytime soon. You don't plan on playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Not anytime soon. That game's out in December, and it's going to be like 80 hours long, and I've got like 100 games to play (laughs) before that. Uh, It looks pretty good. The first one, I mean, the first one looked great, and it was super fun, so. Yeah. Uh. I have to give Nintendo credit that I wasn't plan. I was planning on just skipping it, but I saw the director like, okay, this looks interesting. It's not a first on this podcast for me. <laughs> That'll, but uh, uh, you know, me and Joe talked about it. And he was like, dude, I'm tapped out for for this year. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like I'll be getting you know Resident Evil Seven finally on Black Friday when it's fifteen bucks. Black Friday. <laughs> Uh, and and I might get Paul Blart Friday, <laughs> and I might get Call of Duty as well because yeah. uh, that's gonna be on sale. Yeah, Black uh, Bart Friday has some great deals going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah. Uh, I will say that if You've I do, only been recording for three hours. What's your problem, Joe? <laughs> I'm so tired. I, I will say that. Uh, uh, if I do get Xenoblade Chronicles 2, that'll probably be my last game for the year. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, what's the final I have story? no more games for the year. I have to wait <laughs> till next year. Uh, the final story here is that there we've got the nominees for the 2017 Game Awards, uh, the most prestigious awards that there are, <laughs> of course. Um, let's see, the nominees for this year's award show um, encompass 102 games uh, nominated, or, or 102 games and personalities uh, nominated this year. Uh, Nintendo leads the way with 23 nominations overall, followed by Sony with 15, mm. uh, and Activision with 7. So there's kind of a gap there uh, between 1, 2, and 3. Uh, let's see here. Let's 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 take a look at these categories real fast. Peruse these categories. I, I was about to say, did Xbox have any? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they got. Well, yeah, they got Halo. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, hang on. Wait, hang on, hang on. Maybe what? What about Gears? Oh, um, let's uh, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sh- Fuck, they got... <laughs> they got Forza as a nominee for Best Story. What? <laughs> no, but it's in there for Best Racing Game. Um, okay. I, I buy that. that yeah. Well, that's that's really not a joke. That's not yeah, funny. That makes that's sense. serious. So. And that's about it. But anyway... Isn't this, a, isn't, this a comedy, isn't this a comedy podcast? I don't understand. All right, so let's take a look here. Uh, there are five nominees in each, in each category, it seems. Uh, let's start with the big one. Let's start with Game of the Year. 
Uh, let's see what you think here. We've got Horizon Zero Dawn, of oh, course. Okay. Uh, strong contender there. You got Persona 5. Uh, happy, happy about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, you got Super Mario Odyssey, of course. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. You got The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think a controversial one here uh, for the fifth one, running it out Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, a game that is not technically out <laughs> that it, you know what? you know what it's it's extremely popular and people really really having a lot of fun with it, it so i feel like they it's only in there just to, for them to say they have a nominee from xbox well it's not because the game no it's not, not. Be, it's yeah uh, the, it's a launch exclusive for xbox yeah like in december yeah so <laughs> Like they, like we're talking about the PC pre-release yeah, PC right now. Okay. So. Yeah. okay, regardless of logistics, it's stupid. Okay, <laughs> I think that's a long short of it. I like, I don't I don't really have a problem with it being there. Like it's an interesting I've discussion because like because that game is so pervasive, uh, despite the fact that it is still early access. So like it isn't everywhere. Yeah, so it's an interesting discussion for for sure. If we're up to me, I would not put a, a, a pre-release thing on there, but I can understand it's, the argument. I mean, it's not going to win. No, no. It, it better not. It has to beat. It has, <laughs> it, has, it, has, it has to beat the. It has to beat two others in there that are my picks, and they're going to. And then one of them two are going to win. So, uh, yeah, it's like uh, if it's not. And no, it's not Persona. I don't know. Well, I could see. Well, I could see any of those four getting the nod, honestly. My personal game of the year, if I'm really getting down to it, Mario. isn't on this isn't a, isn't in this top five. So there really, you go. okay. How's that? I want to. I want to know. How's that taste? How's that taste? I want to know. Near. I think it's near. Yes, it's the game yeah. that Malcolm refuses to fucking finish. Uh, really <laughs> near? Near. Near is too- excellent. I didn't say it wasn't good. It, it's, just... it's an excellent game, and he's pissed off at me that I've only beat it one and a half times so far. Fucking oh, play that. Christ. Fucking like, finish that game, Malcolm. You have to, you know, in order to unlock Palpatine and Nier, you have to beat the game three times. <laughs> that, so, so, so that's your that's your game of the year. So far, yeah. yeah. So, what are you gonna do when you guys do your game of the year tournament, and it and it and it doesn't make it past round one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. He just unplugs. Just... Yeah, I was going to unplug. Just... That, that'll probably be our last episode. Then. <laughs> uh, Had a good run. All right. I, I will get. I'll, I will give Joe to this. Uh, you know, he's not too far off. That is a surprise. It was a surprisingly good game. It's just unfortunate. It came out at a time I got into yes, it, it was. as a bunch of games came out. <laughs> well, especially compared to the original Near. Hmm. Which wasn't bad, but yeah. So, uh, d- I-, I would say with Near, as far as getting past the first round, it depends on where it's put booked up against. Like, uh, I'll give Joe a tip right off the bat: don't book it against Resident Evil Seven with me. But aside from that, uh, yeah, there- there's a good chance it moves on. I haven't. Well, oh, you were gonna do I that, were I you? <laughs> I haven't played Re Seven, but it's a better game than Re Seven. Yeah. Uh, no, it's yeah, no, it's not. Here we go. I've it played is. both. I've so played I just... both. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. Well, we know it looks what's like moving a, oh, on. It looks like I won't be joining you guys on the Game of the Year <laughs> oh, show this year. <laughs> you're joining. That's a new tradition. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. But I, don't, I think Joe's like, I can picture after this, after I hang up, Joe's going to be like, I don't know if we should have Tyler on the Game of the Year <laughs> thing this time. He'll put it up against Knack 2 just to spite me. Yeah. Oh yeah, that two definitely deserves to be talked about in any capacity for any length of time whatsoever. 
the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, if you're just doing Sony games, technically one of my big picks won't be in the countdown, so... Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, well, Breath of Bre- uh, I'm not saying it's my game of the year, but Breath of the Wild is like my top in my t- easily in my top three games of the year. Oh, it'll be in there. Don't worry. Well, then I might I might carry it. I'll carry it. Uh, oh, if it goes up against Horizon, ah, oh, that's such oh a good game. god, yeah. There, there's like if you put if you put those two up against each other, I might just be like, I'm just gonna go kill myself. I can't do this. <laughs> it's weird. It's kind of weird that Nintendo and Sony, kind of independently of each other, made pretty similar games. It's like okay, yeah, the... similar similar, yes, but. Not enough to like criticize them for it. Like, well, no, because like, they're just because... Too very. But, but yeah, I see what you, I see what you mean. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's look at some other categories. Yeah, we've only okay. covered one goddamn category. Let's. That's the best. <laughs> well, you best... started with game of the year, the one where you have the strongest opinions. For. <laughs> uh, best game direction go- is between Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Resident Evil Seven, David uh, Cage, right. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild again, and Wolfenstein 2, the New Colossus. Was it Best Game Direction? Yes. Does it give a definition of that, or...? Yeah, because... Of course (laughs) I would go with RE7. If it's it's anything like, I guess, like, film direction or anything like that, it's going to be between RE7 and Wolfenstein, and I might give it to Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein is kind of incredible in the way... But if... Mm. if if RE seven took it, that had really good direction too. So Ar- cons- cons- considering oh, it, it's it's awarded to a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. I'll I'll give you this: it's between Wolfenstein two that's, and RE seven. But I'm that's that's not game of the year. That sounds like game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, you know. It's a good game, and it's good direction, and good design, and you just described, you just described a video game. <laughs> a year. Yeah, best, uh, best direction will go to Forza, because you go around that turn, <laughs> and turn again. No, it'll go to MLB, because of the story modes. I would actually give it to the you replays can, in Grand Turismo Sport. spinebuster someone on the field. Uh, yeah, I would say RE7, just because of how they completely brought Resident Evil back to its roots and uh, inter- it was really a combination of multiple horror movies. I love that game so much. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to vote for I'm going to vote for Knack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Put it in Knack too. Book it. All right. Joe, what what's Let's, the next category? Next category. Let's see. Best narrative is between mm. Again, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, <laughs> That'll probably win it. Horizon Zero Dawn. Hellblade, mm. uh, Senua's Sacrifice. Oh, never mind. Ooh, never okay. mind. What Remains of Edith Finch. And what should be the winner, Nier Automata. Oh. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Jesus. That's not even close. Yes. It's close. Really? Yes. Like, what, it's what's, pretty what, what's, close, Joe. What's the category? What's the uh, category? Best narrative. Okay, fuck you for saying it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, not even. What are that you is talking about bullshit. here? Bullshit. I'm not saying. I'm about? not saying near doesn't have a good narrative. But for you to say it's not even close with like Horizon yeah, Zero Dawn for narrative. Wolfenstein. Well, it doesn't have a good narrative. Has the best narrative. All right, next category. <laughs> you could have said. You could have said I choose near, and I'd have let it go. But when you're just like it's not even close. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> best. Best bullshit. art direction. 
Ooh, okay. Best art direction is between Destiny Here, 2. Automaton. Automaton. <laughs> Destiny 2, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, mm. uh, Persona 5, and what will probably win, Cuphead. Hey, yeah. I would just go for with arts. Zelda on that one. Okay. I would go with either Zelda or Cuphead, actually. Just, wah, oh, God, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, it's yeah. landscapes and shit. Like, I think people are sleeping on how good those menus look in Persona 5. <laughs> I think people are sleeping on Persona 5. I think people are yeah, sleeping per- on this stuff. Like, that game is so goddamn stylish. From, like, the costumes that the characters wear to the menus, even. It's like, that game is just awesome to look art at di- art direction is such a varied thing i it's hard it's hard to choose Honestly, like, everything... give it to any of these games. yeah i could see horizon yeah. getting it just for the enemy design alone for christ's sake. yeah and i could see breath of the wild getting it for like it's just vast landscapes that, i could see cuphead yeah. getting it for its like, awesome here... 1950s art style <laughs> the only thing here is where is i feel like it's like all right you've got four really good choices and then oh shit we gotta fill a fifth <laughs> uh <laughs> destiny 2 i guess it's like all right it's like that's well... a good looking game I mean, Destiny a good, 2 does a have good looking... some really good art style, but I feel like it's... Okay, I can see it being in this category. I don't think it stands a chance, but I can Correct. see why it's here. Yeah. Like, if it was, like, best graphics, where it's like, oh, yeah, like, this is, like, best... Like, just technically, like, oh, this this is just a good-ass-looking game. It's like, yeah, I can see Destiny 2. But as far as, like, art direction, of like, terms of, like, style and character and then, like, character design, it's like, oh, it's anyway. Like, it's, it feels so out of place compared to all the other games in this category. I feel like Destiny was the was one of the Hardy Boys entering the Royal Rumble, like <laughs> before everybody else entered the Royal Rumble. Matter of <laughs> or like the other superstars entered the Royal Rumble. This is before the Hardys won the title, won like the world title, by the way. But back in the day, <laughs> that's what it feels like. It's like, oh, these are some favorite superstars. Yeah. We'll make you think they stand a chance at this point of winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> With the likes of, let's see, Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, Triple H, The Rock, Undertaker, Kane, they all have yet to enter. <laughs> uh, What's the next see. one? This is another loaded category here for best score slash music. It's been a pretty amazing year for it, Game Talk. It has, yeah. It has. Uh, uh, my personal favorite out of these is Persona 5. Uh, still pretty strong. That actually might. That I think it'd be a good contender in this one. Actually, yeah. What's the category again? Music. Music. Yeah. Oh. Best, yeah. Best score slash music. That, like it's called best score, and I'm just like it's music. Just yeah. Um, no. It's, yeah. It's uh, let's see what else we got here. We got the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which had an incredible soundtrack as well, and I like mm. the way that they implemented it as well. Yes, very uh, much. Like it's so subtle uh, when it needs to be. Like when you're just kind of traveling through the overworld, not doing anything right. particular. Like uh, I love Zelda's music's one of my favorite music's like just period. I have it on playlists and stuff. But yeah. sometimes when you get caught or stuck in a dungeon, it you just, wanted to just it, shut the fuck up. Yeah, because it's just like it's the same. It's the same tune. It's an amazing tune, but it's just sometimes never felt that way in Breath of the Wild. Never got tired of the music, not at all. I didn't yeah. get enough music in Breath of the Wild. I felt and it and it ramps up. And yeah. it ramps up at the right times too, though. It's like it's it so does. subtle. It it's does. It's so subtle for the most part, but like once you get to like the big encounters, um, it it's just it just soars. I thought that too. It ramps up at the right times, but yeah, maybe I could have used a little bit more music. There but you go. I I like how they handled it for the most part. Yeah. 
Um, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, which of course also has some amazing music in it. Um, you like the one song? Come on. Oh yeah, because Mario has bad music. Yeah, it right? does. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point. It really. Well, Mario's like all pretty, I've ever heard is music. <laughs> I don't know if you've been listening to the last couple episodes there, Tyler, but he's he will not stop talking about that nope, freaking I've, Pauline music song. I've listened to the last two episodes, and yeah, he's. He likes the Pauline yeah. song. It, it's a good song, and the way they use it in the actual game is like, this is awesome. <laughs> in all the seriousness, it does have some really catchy overworld music, too. But Yeah, the only thing is that, and I don't think, like, for as great as the soundtrack is in Odyssey, I, I don't like, like, I'm not enjoying the music the way I did in, like, Galaxy. Like, I feel like the Galaxy games were the pinnacle of Mario music. Mm, like, like those Galaxy. Galaxy, those Galaxy soundtracks are goddamn moving or what they were it's like man <laughs> like it stirs up some pretty good stuff and they were pretty amazing galaxy actually for like first for the first time in a long time made me think back to super mario world as far as music goes because mm. i liked super mario 64 but and it had good music but it wasn't one of those where it just really stuck but yeah but the galaxy transition... came along and i was like this reminds me a lot of yeah when, super mario cause... world because it's not just the fact that the you know they composed music that is you know in line with the catchy stuff they would get in Mario games before, but the fact they're like, all right, now let's do it up with the proper orchestral score. It's like, oh man, that's some good stuff. But they do a lot of great stuff with music in in Mario Odyssey as well. Like there are little parts in each, there are little like alcoves in each of the, the kingdoms that where it's like, oh yeah, come hang out in this little musical part, and Mario dances in his outfits, and it's super cute and it's fun. It's great stuff. Uh, is there any other categories? Uh, any other nominees in that category? Uh, yes, we've got Destiny Two, um, which I haven't played nearly enough to know anything about musically. Um, so, but there it is. And he owns uh, the game, by the way. Because <laughs> it, it came with my PS4. You still own it. <laughs> it's not like I popped it in immediately. Like yeah, you there. still. You can keep. Providing excuses, you still own the game. <laughs> I'm not going to play it anytime soon, Malcolm. Okay. So I, don't know, I don't know where you're trying to get at here. I'm not going to play it before the end of the year. You not play a game? Get out of here. Uh, weird. <laughs> Go finish near, which is another. Uh, <laughs> which is another. Not I like you're yelling at him to finish near. Won't you go play Destiny? It was the first game you got. <laughs> well, because Malcolm bought this game, I played it months ago. That's why. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Cuphead. Uh, also. Mm. Okay. Which, from what I played, had pretty good music, but... Yeah, yeah, it does. Is it anything else, or...? No. Persona, that's it for that. Persona Wait. 5. Yeah, for me, it's Persona, for sure. Yeah, get out of here with that. <laughs> Music-wise, Persona 5, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I, I, like, I haven't listened to much music in that game uh, since I beat it uh, the second time in, like, May or June. Uh, but I replayed it again a little while ago. Uh, about a week ago, and it's like, oh man, yeah, that, oh yeah, this fucking soundtrack owns. <laughs> mm. It's so good. Uh, best audio design is next category, and the difference between that is that this is sound design and best in-game audio stuff. Uh, so that that is why Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice is in here uh, when it's and done. It might win, and it should win because mm. playing that game with headphones is so unsettling. Mm. Uh, uh, you've also got RE7. You've got Destiny 2. You've got uh, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey is rounding it out as well. Uh, I think RE7 and Hellblade will be the those are the two to beat for that one. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's Hellblade, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see, best performance, which is the best 
is or it's an individual for voice directing uh, or motion and a performance capture. Uh, so it's Andy Circus. Andy Circus <laughs> is it's always Andy Circus. Andy Circus does not feature here in this category. I don't. Uh, think they need actually... to get him. They need to get him in some video games. <laughs> he was not fine. in any video games this year, uh, for as far as I know. It's because he's doing all the motion capture for every film ever now. <laughs> he, he was in Heavenly Sword, right? Yes, he was. I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was I'm not complaining. Guy. He's one of my. I'm not complaining. He's one of my favorites. So I'm surprised that. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that that Ninja Theory didn't find a way to put him in. <laughs> in Hellblade, because he was in not only Heavy Sword, but he was also in uh, uh, what was it, Enslaved, Odyssey to the West, which yes. he also well, did. To be fair, he's been kind of busy now becoming a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and making the Planet of the Apes movies. The fact that he's not nominated for Oscars and for his Planet of the Apes work. Oh, it's infuriating. It sucks, but they'll probably only recognize him after he dies, sadly. Ugh. Either that, or they'll recognize him when they do like a they'll when they come up with like a motion capture category or something, and he'll get an award for that. Yeah, the, yeah. or they'll call it the Circus Award or something like that. <laughs> the Circus Award. Which I'm just like, fuck, he's a great actor. Give him a fucking Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next category, or what? what what's well? The, how about this? how about talking about even one of the nominees, Malcolm? How about that? This is the Circus <laughs> Award now. Uh, for- best performance, anyway, goes. Is uh, between Melina Jurgens, uh, who was Senua in Hellblade, which that, is pretty ooh, strong. That's, well, that's, just, that's, yeah. a, that's it, right there. That, that's, that's probably your winner. Uh, but you've also got Laura Bailey as Nadine Ross in uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. You've got Claudia Black as Chloe Frazier <laughs> in Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. So pretty strong. Uh, Contenders. Pretty strong there. Um, well, no, just not just not just that, but two people from the same game is pretty pretty great. Mm. Uh, Ashley Birch as Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. That was good too. And Ooh. and the dark horse here is uh, Brian Bloom as B.J. Blazkowicz in, in Wolfenstein Two. Uh, <laughs> which I, was a strong performance, on his Yes, part. it was. That's good stuff. I think. I think that's, that's nice take to see him. Rec- yeah, for I sure. Think, but it's nice but, to see uh, him. Get- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an honor. Just but to I be think nominated. Aloy would be a close second. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm being honest, he places like fifth out of the five here. <laughs> but... He deserves to be in this category, though. Yeah, for sure. BJ is such a good character. It's crazy to me that in the year 2017 of our Lord, uh, BJ Blazkowicz <laughs> is a great video game character <laughs> that I want to see more from. Uh... Here in the year of our Lord, 2017. <laughs> uh, I think Senua uh... takes it, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I think I could say that that is not even close, and no one would fight behind that this time. <laughs> well, the Academy might, so... <laughs> well, it's not up to an Academy, I think. It's all just voting from fans. Yeah. But I think they have a committee or something like that. But anyway, moving on. Uh, what What's the next category? Let's see, We've got Games for Impact, which is for a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning or message. Uh, and that is between Please Knock on My Door, which I've never heard of before, right this second. Uh, Night in the Woods, uh, which I just bought on PS4 last night. I don't know when I'll actually play it, but I was able to buy it for cheap, so I did. Uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which is a prequel series to Life is Strange, which I bought at the same time as Night in the Woods. <laughs> uh, Bury Me, My Love, which I've never heard of also. Uh, what Remains of Edith Finch and Hellblade, Thanuel's Sacrifice. Hellblade. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's the only game out here that I've played. Uh, but it's a good one. Sweet, so I mean, I've, 
I mean, I've looked at some of the other ones, and they're all—they're the ones I've looked at are pretty good. But Hellblade yeah, does I've, such a good yeah. job with the message that it's trying to entail, which is mental disorder. And yes, what it's like essentially. Yeah, and it's been praised for showing kind of like. Yeah, the first credit that you see in that game is for like a mental health consultant. <laughs> it's like yeah. the, before you see like game director or art director or anything or executive producer, you see the first credit as. Oh, yeah, this person is the person who helped us with all the mental health stuff. It's like, oh, okay. All right, so the winner will be That Dragon Schizophrenia. Yep, yep. that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, best ongoing game is the next. Uh, and these are all games that came out. Uh, let's Well, except for Destiny 2 and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, these are all games that released before 2017. So we've got Warframe, uh, we've got Rainbow Six Siege, we've got Overwatch, and we've got GTA Online. <laughs> Okay, it's like Overwatch. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it I, should be Overwatch, but I feel like this was created to give Destiny Two something. Maybe, but I feel I'm like knocking. I'm not knocking Destiny Two either. From everything I heard, it's amazing. It's really fun, but come on, fucking Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this Overwatch made it into the finals of the fucking <laughs> game of the year thing last Thank year. You. Yes, it did. <laughs> and again, Rainbow Six Siege is just. That's a strong game, apparently, because, I mean, I, I bought that game, but it's not necessarily what I'm into, so I didn't play it a whole lot. But the fact that they continue to support that game, I think they're into, like, th- their third DLC season on that game. Anything, uh, that game should get, like, an MVP or a special honor or something. Yeah, so that's actually a pretty strong contender as well. So depending on who actually votes on this thing, um, that might be a dark horse. Uh, it's the best mobile game for, you know, Phone games basically. You got Fire Emblem Heroes, Super Mario uh, Run, uh, Old Man's Journey, uh, Monument Valley 2, and Hidden Folks. How is Stranger Things the mobile game not on here? That's a crime. Because uh, who gives a shit? That's yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. You didn't watch, you don't like Stranger <laughs> Things. Uh, best handheld game. So that's for something that's an actu- on an actual dedicated portable system and not your phone. Or tablet, uh, which is the, a dedicated portable system. But all right, let's go. <laughs> just, just, just whatever. All right. Uh, Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World on 3DS. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories on 3DS. Uh, Metroid: Samus Returns on 3DS. Ever Oasis on 3DS. And Fire Emblem Echoes: Shadow of Valencia on 3DS. Having it's actually kind of a it's kind of a packed category. <laughs> <laughs> also. Um, 3DS exclusive category because did anybody release a Vita game this year? Hello. No. That's a, that'd be a tough. That'll be that's a tough category. Uh, yeah. Uh, I sold my 3DS uh, a couple months ago, so unfortunately, I could not play Metroid as I'd wanted. But yeah, so you know, just I haven't played any of these games. I would root for Metroid just because I love Metroid. But I like to think that right after Joe sold it, that's when he heard the announcement for Metroid, and he was just like, are you fucking No, me? no, they announced it, and I was like, and I wanted to play it, but I was like, I, I needed the money more than I needed to play Metroid, unfortunately. Fair enough. Uh, best VR slash AR game. We've got Super Heart... Uh, forgot how to speak. Love that uh, game. Super... Yeah, super... Uh, <laughs> super Hot VR. Uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew. Mm. Uh Lone Echo slash Echo Arena. It doesn't sound like a good game. Star Trek Bridge Crew. <laughs> Apparently it's great. But yeah, yeah. people are getting a real <laughs> kick out of it, actually. Uh, Farpoint and RE7 Biohazard. Oh, come on. 
<laughs> like uh, RE7. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The um, argument that can actually make you shit your pants. <laughs> yes. Real quick uh, question, Joe. Did you save that for last on purpose, or was it actually last in that reading? It's actually last that year. It's so <laughs> uh, best action game is between Prey, uh, Neo, Destiny 2, Cuphead, and Wolfenstein 2. Wolfenstein. Well, I don't know. As, a, as an action game, I, I feel like the action in the game doesn't hold up its end of the bargain. What was the, the, what the, way was the, the second story. one? Neo. Uh, Neo. I feel like Neo? it's yeah. I feel like it's Neo or or Cuphead. I would give it to Neo personally. Cuphead will probably win just because it's newer, but I would say it's Neo. Uh, I'm sure there's a shooter category, and you can put Wolfenstein two for that one right there. I don't believe there is. Are I you think serious? Kinda, it's not a shooter category. No, I think they just kind of rolled it into action. Oh, it's and, not the same. <sighs> I mean, they've got a multiplayer category. That's about as close as it gets. That's uh, not the same. I'm not. Don't yell at me. No, I'm not yelling at you. You're <laughs> just, just you're there. I'm just I'm just telling you what's here. Uh, best action adventure game is between Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. And that's a loaded-ass category if I ever God, stop Mm. putting Breath of the Wild and Horizon in the same category, even though they deserve to go in the same category. I know. It just makes it very hard. I feel like... I'm not picking. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's hard. That's a hard one. That's a toughie. Mm. Maybe if we hadn't been recording for three hours and yeah, hours, I might be able to respond. Yeah, maybe maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> Best RPG is between South Park, uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy fifteen because it wasn't included the last year. That's so. true. Oh my god! <laughs> well, uh, no need to read the rest. They're putting it here. Uh, Divinity Original Sin two. So not fair. Uh, it's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> that's so dumb. I. Yeah, we ragged on this for, last I would have voted for that a principle. It should have it should have been a last year's thing. Like yeah. I don't want to like it's not fair to take away from these other games because they fucked up last year. Mm. Uh Nier Automata and Persona 5. Oh, and that's why, because Nier's in there and you're you want that. No, as, I as, give far, it a Persona no, 5. as far as as far yeah. as being an RPG, I think I think I would go with Persona in this category. Yeah, as much Ex- excluding Final Fantasy fifteen. Because that's your game, goddamn. That's bullshit. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like you can't take one from Persona Five because they fucked fucked up with last year's categories. And I'm kind of annoyed that you know it's not even in for Game of the Year too because that was a amazing ass game last year. But that's neither here nor there. The entire thing was stupid, as we pointed out last game show too. (laughs) But I I have a feeling that P that P Five walks out with it. Yeah, I think so. As far as our, uh, being an RPG, um, yeah, that's that's the one I think. It's probably the most RPGist RPG ever. It's an RPG s RPG right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Best fighting game is between Tekken Seven, uh, Injustice Two, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, uh, Arms, and Nidhogg Two. I feel like this. <laughs> aside, Te- I Tekken feel Seven actually, and Injustice Two, pretty yeah. much. I feel like it's a strong category. That's a pretty good category this year. Yeah, and how about the, that we have a Nintendo 
nominee for best fighting game for Christ's sakes. <laughs> that game is going to be at an Evo in January <laughs> when they apparently, go to Evo Japan. Apparently, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. Like what little I played during that demo period, uh, right before it came out officially, was pretty good. Yeah, it's on my list of things to get later for sure. But yeah, I have a feeling. As far as who wins it, I'd have to give it to Injustice too. It's going to be Tekken. I'd have to give it to Tekken, but I think that's just Malcolm and my taste Hmm. doing that. Uh, Injustice, I'm Tekken. Yeah, as someone not really attached either, I'd have to give it to Tekken. Mm -hmm. Nidhogg too, though is is, Nidhogg too. I believe should should be number two. That game is so good. I think Nidhogg's going to win it. So Nidhogg two is is so much fun. Holy (laughs) hell. All right, what's the what, next one? Arm and the upset for arms. <laughs> <laughs> if Reggie Fij- right. Fijime is there, it'll be arms. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a category here for best family game, and I'm trying to figure out how Sonic how the, Mania. Like, how, the hell, how the hell is there a best family game? There's no best shooter. I don't know. This is <laughs> a weird category. A big, I'm not even a big shooter fan. This, but... is, a, this is a weird category. We've got this Splatoon 2. Yeah. You've got Sonic Mania. We've okay. got. I feel like Sonic Mania belongs in a different category. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you got Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, you've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and you've got Mario Odyssey. Oh come on, that's ridiculous. No help, no Hellblade. <laughs> come on, no. Family friendly game. What about Resident Evil Seven? Why isn't it in there? <laughs> <laughs> that that game's, if I recall, that game's about uh, a family or something. Getting <laughs> your wife back. There's nothing more family about that. Um, man, like Sonic Mania deserves recognition somewhere. It's not going to get it here, but it deserves, no. <laughs> deserves it somewhere. Damn it! Does it really? A weird category. Yes, because it's amazing. I'm, okay. I'm going to go with that one game with Mario. Okay. Mario Kart. <laughs> I think Odyssey three, walks away with it. There are three Mario games out here. <laughs> I think Mario Kart, like, Mario Kart's my favorite game that you named, but I wouldn't even think of voting for it in this category because it's a, a redo of a previous generation's game. Yeah. So, yeah. Not saying it's not great, but... No, but no. yeah, you're, that's, you're, no, that's, that's correct. That Give is, it to Odyssey. Just... That is a correct deduction there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, best strategy game it comes down to XCOM 2, uh, War of the Chosen, so not even the actual XCOM 2, but the expansion to it. Uh, Tooth and Tail, which I've never heard of. Uh, Total War, Warhammer 2. Uh, oh, Halo, yeah. <laughs> Halo Wars 2, which is really? hilarious. Hilarious. Like, it's a thing that's here. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, we needed, we needed a fist. <laughs> <laughs> and Mario and Rabbids uh, Kingdom Battle. Which I believe is a better XCOM than XCOM 2 was. <laughs> mm. So there's that. I like XCOM 2. Yeah. Total War Warhammer, though. Never played a Total War game. So I, I, uh, Total War is... I really like that series. It's funny and, to see two Creative Total. Assembly games on here, though. Now, here's, the, here's my problem with it, and I feel like this, this should cost them, is they named it... Is they took Warhammer and they combined it with Total the Total War series and and they didn't call it Total War Total Warhammer. Warhammer. Yes. Yeah. It's and I feel like they just dropped the ball. Don't, they don't they don't deserve anything after that. <laughs> I, don't care, I don't care how fun your game is. You missed. It's that. canceled. You're, oh, like, you. you're, you're canceled. Everything is canceled. Just everybody's laid off. Maybe you'll do better next time. Try Halloween, again. Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, all canceled. Get out of here. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. 
It's, oh man! Sometimes the low-hanging fruit. You should pick it. It's gonna yeah. be Mario and Rabbids, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it might be. Oh. I don't want it to be, <laughs> but, it, but, but it probably will be. <laughs> uh, the best sports slash racing game, which there are enough. I feel like there are enough category in each category where it's like you can make this make them separate categories, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Project Cars two. You've got Pro Evolution Soccer twenty eighteen. Uh, and FIFA 2018 as well, so it's like, why include Pro what? Evolution Soccer? <laughs> FIFA like... in. Right. Uh, NBA 2K18, uh, you've got Forza 7, and GT Sport. I'm guessing it'll be FIFA. It'll probably be FIFA. I'm voting Pro Evolution Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> You're that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best multiplayer play. is... Don't even play sports games, but Pro <laughs> Evolution Soccer. Like, they put Pro Evolution on there, but not like MLB. It's like, okay. <laughs> put two uh, soccer games on there. One of them doesn't even count, but you didn't put the MLB <laughs> game on there. Okay. All right. Uh, best multiplayer is between Fortnite, Call of Duty World at War, or World at War, World War II, uh, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Destiny 2, and... Stop putting Mario Kart 8 in things. <laughs> and what will definitely actually win, uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Maybe, actually. Uh, maybe, yeah. Take out Mario Kart 8, and that's a pretty solid category, too, I think. Yeah, it's going to be Battlegrounds, though. Hmm. I kind of hope it is. Uh, no. I, uh, if Mario Kart 8 wins, I'll be this, so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, uh, most, antici- most anticipated game okay. uh, is The Last of Us Part 2. Mario Kart 8. Yeah. <laughs> <Mario laughs> Uh, Smash Brothers, Smash Four Deluxe, uh, no. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. Oh, that might be it. Monster Hunter World, Marvel Spider Man, and Ooh. God of War. Okay, this is a pretty stacked category. But, please uh, note, please note that there are no Xbox games on here, no. uh, but there are three PlayStation games and but two I Microsoft fi- games. My most anticipated is Monster Hunter. I think the world's most anticipated is probably Red Dead 2. Yeah, that's going to be the one, I think. That's fucking... I, I, I don't have a problem with that. but Even though there's no. going to be microtransactions in it? Yeah. There's a lot of hype behind this one. Yeah. I, I, I mean, hell, I've been, waiting, I've been waiting for it forever. I mean... Just... Like, my most anticipated would probably be that Spider-Man game, but... Yeah, I would... I would probably say that uh, Red Dead wins it just because of overall hype and it's Rockstar and yeah uh, let's see best independent game goes is either Pyre Night in the Woods Cuphead What Remains of Edith Finch or Hellblade second Ooh. Cuphead or Hellblade yeah I, I would definitely say it's between those two I feel like it might go to Pyre I've been hearing good things about Pyre actually like, yeah. oh, I, I, did, just, I didn't get just into it. People will, I don't think people will pick it over Cuphead and Hellblade. Mm. Yeah. Tough call. It is. Uh, let's see. We've got best be student the, game, be. which is awarded to the best student project created at the high school or college level. Uh, Solitaire. So <laughs> I like this. All jokes aside, I love that this is a category. This is a great category, but yeah. you'd think that they would link to these games because these are games that most people will not have heard of. They don't so, link to them? No. What? <laughs> like I 
like, like I what's the point? Come on. <laughs> like I understand, you know, maybe not having a vote button like they like they do with the other categories because it's like yeah, you you probably never played these games, but maybe replace that vote button with a link to fucking being able to actually play that. Hey, you know how you've spent the last two to three years of your college life on this game, and it's kind of your life now? That doesn't matter. We're not going to let them see it. <laughs> no, negative. It's just let some people pick. So what are the categories? Uh, let's see. Oh, they, Let's see. We've got a game called Meaning. Okay. Uh, by, we've got a game called Level Squared. I like that you asked him to tell you, and we're not going to know what it is. <laughs> yeah, we've got a game called Impulsion. We've got a game like, called Falling I- Sky. Like I choose Falling Sky because it's the coolest name. Right. So well, I don't know. We've still got Hollowed, and we've ooh, got From ooh. Light. Hollowed. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Black Sky because it has a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> not the name, but but that's no, it's not the name. The name is Falling Sky. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but I like your gumption, kid. I like, I like it. it. I think, I think black cool black too. I think black sky would be a good game. I'd give it I'd yeah. give it a B. <laughs> where have I heard the where have I heard the term black sky? Where I had to hit it, uh, Daredevil. There it is. Yeah, that's right. I was like, where did I hear that? Uh, man, they really got to tune down that uh, that hand stuff, don't they? Mm. Well, I I mean, I think it led to where it was supposed to with the defenders, so I'm okay yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I mean, after under- this, if they're after this, if they're still just like it's the hand, it's the hand, I'll be like, really, is it? Can we have something else? <laughs> something else? How about something else? Oh, hey, uh, speaking of something else, Punisher this Friday, right? Mm. I'm super sad that that's when I'm leaving for Oklahoma, so I'm not going to get to watch <laughs> it until the next weekend when I get back. Man, mm. I'm going to see Justice League on Friday though, so hopefully that's uh, good. Which is which wow, is not what I would have chosen man. between the two, but just a terrible weekend all around. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't get to watch Punisher, and I have to watch Justice League instead. Oh, I know. Fuck. <laughs> no, I wanted to. I definitely wanted to see it so that I could talk about it on the on the nerd cult. Just nice to have something super relevant. <laughs> Just go in there and be like, "So, Justice League, uh, Ezra Miller rocks." Yeah, and that's it. Uh, I mean, from what I've heard, it's fun. Like the story kind of sucks, but the characters are great, and it's a fun movie. So. Put that on the. The cover. Put that on the poster. <laughs> it kind of sucks, but the story's all right, and it's short. <laughs> oh, it ain't short. Well, it's like the, sh- it's the shortest uh, DC movie so oh, far. Is it? Yeah. They. St- oh, yeah. That's that's. Never mind. I was thinking something different. Yep. It may not feel like it's only two hours. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it because I I'm going into it expecting it to be just a fun movie that's not amazing. So. That's probably what I'll get. It's a yeah. fun movie. If uh, when Superman returns, if the first thing he does is punch uh, his dad in the face, I'll be happy. <laughs> Fuck Kevin. His dad's, Kevin well, his dad's dead, so. Well, no, he keeps gonna... seeing Kevin Costner all over the fucking place. So it's, <laughs> just punch him on the face and fly off and be Superman, for Christ's sake. It's like, maybe you should have left the kids in the butt. Shut up. Get, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> The hell with you, Kevin Costner. What are you doing here? <laughs> oh, and his death scene. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> he doesn't show up with a. If he doesn't show up with a with a mullet, and I'm just gonna walk out of the theater. And gills on his neck. Yeah, it'd be great. Oh, we're. Still, I thought we were talking about his dad still. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as long as he comes with that porn stash he's been wearing, I'll be all for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. What's the next category, Joe? All right. Um, I'm cut. I'm making this last category because the right. rest is like best esports team and best esports player. No, I was like, no, I was like no, you know what? No. I ain't got we're time good. for all that. We're good. <laughs> so we're going right down to. We're what good. I it's nine forty yeah. here. So. Yeah. So I'm making this last one. We're going with best debut indie game presented by Shake Hydro. <laughs> that is the full name. Of the <laughs> uh, so there you go. So Hellblade. Uh, that is not Hellblade because that's not a debut yes it is no this is recognizing a new independent studio oh okay okay that released its first game in 2017 gotcha so not Hellblade (laughs) Um, so you've got Slime Rancher from Manomi Park you've got Mr. Shifty from Team Shifty which is actually a pretty sweet game that I played (laughs) Uh, you've got Hollow Knight from Team Cherry you've got Cuphead from Studio MDHR, mm. and you've got probably my favorite from these, uh, Golf Story from Sidebar Games. So Cuphead? Yeah, it's going to be Cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be Golf Story, goddammit, because that game is so much fun. <laughs> All right, and we, me and Joe, of course, will cover the Game Awards as they happen. We'll probably do a commentary track for the show, too. So yeah, that's probably the next one. Oh, it's De- oh wait! I don't know. December. And that's hey. Maybe we'll do two. Yeah, there you go. Because PSX comes out there too. Yeah. So I mean, unless like nothing happens at PSX somehow, then maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll play it by ear. Did Tyler die? Is he okay? I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. All right. Is that it, Malcolm? Can we? Can we eat and sleep and stuff? <laughs> Did Malcolm die? Did Malcolm die? <laughs> I'm back. Sorry. All right. All right. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. What yeah. a great way to end the show. Yeah, no one knows if anyone is. We're dead tired. We're hungry. Right. Fucking end this. Let's end this albatross of a show. <laughs> yeah. Make, make it sound like this show is work to do. That That's great. Folks, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. Not only for tonight, but joining us for the last six years now for episode 200 of the Firmware Update. Thank you so much for joining us. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I love it. And anything you want to plug on the way out? Yes, I do. I'll use this as my platform. Um, as you guys can guess from you know what with them introducing me. Tyler Lee, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Tyler R. Lee underscore. Joe still hates me having the underscores, I assume. <sighs> it's just like you're the worst person ever, Tyler. Also, you can catch me on uh, my podcast called The Nerd Cult, where me and two of my friends talk about all things nerdy and geeky. Books, comics, anime, manga, TV shows, movies, video games, D&D, all that good stuff. That's on Twitter at Nerd Cult Podcast, or you can go to our website, thenerdcult.libsyn.com. Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N. And did you write a book too? I also did write a book, which I was about, <laughs> so I was about to get to after a after a pause. Actually, I wasn't. I totally forgot. <laughs> Great job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's why you got me here buddy <laughs> i'm socially awkward so i'm like i don't know if they want me to shill like everything i got here that, on their that, podcast or not that's how shilling works buddy that's right uh, yes uh yes i am happy the best to, way to shill is by not asking permission <laughs> by not asking permission just take over 
Just cut your mic somehow and be like, all right, here's what it is. No, I, uh, I am very happy to announce that I did uh, recently finish my very first novel and published it. It is a... Thank you very much. It is a uh, fantasy adventure novel titled An Unlikely Company, book one of the Nethergate Trilogy. You can find that on Amazon. It is $3.99 in ebook form or $9.99 in paperback. If you would go and check that out, give it a download, give it a buy, and then give me a rating. That would be awesome. Hope you like it. And I have a website, talesoftrle.com, where I talk about my podcast and my writing and my books. Not a lot of people go there. You could, if you want. <laughs> Please go there. Yeah. Please. Yeah, if you want to go there. You can tell that I don't give a crap. The website. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to get better at the shilling, buddy. Folks! That's just my website. <laughs> I care about the podcast. I care about the book. The website's there for me to type stuff out about it. <laughs> Alright folks, thank you so much for joining us. If you're new and you enjoyed what you heard, you can follow us on such apps as such as the podcast app on your Apple device. Just look up the firmware update, hit that subscribe button, and you'll get every episode as they come. You can also do us a tremendous favor, leave us a five-star written review, greatly helps out the show. If you got an Android device, don't worry, friend. We're on such apps such as Stitcher Radio, where you can stream and listen to us for free. Or, for just four bucks, you can get Pocket Casts and download and stream us as well. We highly recommend it. You can also follow us on Twitter, at PSML for me, at Wands23 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show. Once again, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash thefirmup. For as low as three bucks a month, you can get a bonus episode. And for just a little bit more, you can get commentary tracks on all the latest ongoings, too. Every little bit helps. We greatly appreciate it. Plus, there's also that audibletrial.com slash firmware update where you can get a free audio book, and it tremendously helps out the show if you use that link. On top of that, you can go to our website, thefirmup.com where you can not only see every episode as they come and download them directly, but you can also see articles written by Joe Garcia as well. You can also find us on... Let's see. Da, 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 and it is late, <laughs> folks. I'm starting to stumble a little bit. Oh, boy. Folks, is there anything else I'm forgetting, Joe? Uh, I'll just do what I always do and say patreon.com slash the firm up. <laughs> Like, I'm just on autopilot at this point. <laughs> well, that's every show, actually. Yeah, folks! <laughs> Thank you so much for being there with us. We'll see you next time. Adios. Later. Later.